0: Hello and welcome to StarkCast, I am Joe Stark. Yes. <laughs> yes. And tonight I'm talking with my brother, from another mother, Jordan Leakin. <laughs> <Woo!
1: laughs> that's what I'm talking about right there, that's the magic. That's the smooth jazz Joe Stark voice right there. Great. <laughs> I hear that voice and I come in my pants, man. That does not make me gay, by the way. Oh, no, no,
0: no, we all know you're gay for Batman anyway, so, now I got yeah, a shot I can't <laughs> deny that, I can't <laughs>
1: deny that
0: So what's up, dude? it has been for fucking ever Yeah episodes since I had you on here
1: Well, first off, I want to say congratulations on the 20 episodes, man
0: Ah, uh, thank you so much
1: Episode 20, dude, that's that's a, that's a big one
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a milestone
1: yeah, that's double the digits of uh, a lot of podcasts out there. <laughs> we both got milestones this week. Fuck yeah, man.
0: That's true, dude. You got Supercast 50. Big fucking five zero tomorrow.
1: Yeah, That's yeah. gonna be crazy. Yeah, you know, I, I'm i pretty I'm pretty excited about it, man. I really am. It should be a lot of fun. A lot of people are gonna be on there. You're gonna be on there.
2: Oh, yeah. Because,
1: man, you've been, like, a lot of people don't know, but, like, we, we met because you were, like, Dude, I'll never forget, man. Like, the beginning of the Supercast, you were, like, the fan, dude. You were, like, our number one fan. I remember Brian even telling me once. Brian's like, dude, he is, like, like, your guys' fanboy. He is the Supercast fan, man. I'm like, I know he is, dude. It's fucking awesome, dude. It's like, you're the first guy that, like, ever. I was like, yeah, dude, we got a fucking fan, dude. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I remember when I used to like your show. It was good.
2: No. Then, fuck <laughs> <you>.
0: <laughs> no dude it's still it's still always right at the top <laughs> you're right up there with pcl for me brother
1: <laughs> oh man that's that's an honor that's oh, an yeah. honorable group to be put in
2: <laughs> we're not we're not
1: that good but, but i appreciate it i appreciate it
0: <laughs> yeah that was kind of it was kind of cool i mean because that you know, I mean, you really helped me get this going. You gave me all my initial technical advice and, you know, gave me a big uh, leg up on everything. And, um, you know, just kind of, it was kind of weird. I went from being, you know, I emailed you because you were talking about death stroke, And then within a few months, we we're like texting all the time and shit. And then we fucking start doing a podcast together. Does that- the comic cast and shit and.
1: Does that say anything that Deathstroke brought us together?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're both, like, awesome supervillains. You know, I was thinking about Deathstroke the other day, and he's the most Batman-like of the DC villains. You know, he really is. He's super fucking intelligent, pretty ruthless, but, you know, he'll cross that line. You know, I mean, there's all sorts of, you know, non-parallels you can make between the two also, but, I mean... There is something there that's quite similar,
1: I think. Well, he also makes me think, like, every time I hear his name, I'm like, did he get his name? Because, like, he, he strokes it so much that, like, maybe he stroked himself to death once. <laughs> like, I remember I used to think that when I used to <laughs> say death stroke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I used to think that.
1: <laughs> I did. I did. It's true.
2: But yeah I'm man really fuck
1: from from Deathstroke to good friends to doing a podcast together or doing the the comic cast and um dude I've got I, I there's I wanted to talk to you about this before we even started recording but we can have people fucking behind the scenes here I'm I'm thinking Joe I'm I'm thinking maybe we should do a complete fucking overhaul of the comic cast Yeah i heard Why that not? hesitation i heard that silence
0: <laughs> right there no what was funny is before you launched to that i was just starting to say we better be careful and not talk about comics too much
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah because what what rebecca dayling says she's like yeah if you guys just get on starcast to talk about comics and it's just the comic cast <laughs> <laughs> it is how many how many podcast hosts out there do you think like, like, just two hosts. Like, do a podcast together, and then, like, one appears as a guest on the other, and then they're the only two people on that podcast, too, but it's a totally different podcast.
0: <laughs> it is a little weird, right?
1: You think we're making history here?
0: Oh, probably not. There's, there's just way too many people on the internet having fun.
1: Ugh, way to crush my fucking hopes I had there. <laughs> Jesus.
0: I'm a fucking realist, okay?
2: See, Keeping it real. Apparently. <laughs> but no,
1: man, let's do, like, uh... Like, comics and politics. What? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> or, or comics and daily news.
0: Comics and daily news? That's weird.
1: <laughs> or we could just go with what we've been going with and comics and come.
0: <laughs> it seems to work.
1: It, apparently it does.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, the old paper mache
2: Good times. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> but no, like, seriously, like, I'm thinking, like, you know, and we, we've changed it a few times, but, you know, like, maybe it doesn't, maybe the whole show doesn't have to be about comics. Does that make any sense?
0: Sure, that's a thought.
1: Like, like maybe 75% comics, 25% conspiracy theory. <laughs>
0: I'm always down to listen to people talk about shit That's fucking ridiculous I'm not gonna agree with them most of the times But,
2: you know
1: (laughs) comics and random talk
2: No, I don't know
1: No, but yeah We're we're gonna We're gonna get that thing back on the road For sure Been on quite the hiatus, man There is a uh, partial episode that nobody will ever get to hear
0: (laughs) Never? That's too bad (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, like, I was editing it, and, like, it's been on my audacity for, like, what, four weeks now?
0: Oh, yeah, it was so, a long time ago.
1: the other day, I was just mad at someone, was like, man, fuck this shit, and I just closed it. Oh, bummer. <laughs> I think I'd only got, like, four minutes into it anyways, so it didn't really matter.
0: <laughs> so it was, like, a minute a week?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I never thought of it that way. But... Yeah. Hey man, this I'm I'm a I'm a two timer here. This is my second time. Am I the only one that has appeared twice or no?
0: You're the now the second one.
1: Oh, and you god know, it's, damn it. It,
0: it <laughs> uh I had uh, I had James Wetzel on for episode ten on his second time, and now I've had you on for episode twenty for your second time.
1: And he's the fucking like rocket scientist, right? Yeah. Oh god. Oh Jesus. <laughs>
0: I just went to his wedding not too long ago. It was a good time.
1: Oh really, dude? Good time. I don't know why this reminded me of this, but man, I you know so many people have been all about this show and like nonstop about it, and I'm like, I, I wasn't buying into it. Like, I don't want to watch it, man. I don't know. I just, I'm not really into that kind of stuff. And the show I'm talking about is Rick and Morty. And oh, okay. I started watching it. I'm fucking addicted. I am hooked, man. That show is fucking hilarious, it's fucking genius, it's creative as hell, and it's addictive. They're all, like, 22-minute episodes. Have you watched any of it?
0: No. It's been on my radar, because I've heard so many people say such great things about it.
1: You would love it.
0: It sounds like the humor's right up my alley.
1: Like, knowing you, and I know you pretty well, like, we talk every day. Knowing you, I you would love it, dude. You really would. You've got yeah. You got to check it out. But the problem is, it's not on any streaming service that I know of.
0: Yeah, so that makes it almost like a deal breaker for me. I I just I never have time where I can watch something that's not appropriate for children like on my TV. Fuck,
1: I didn't think about that.
0: (laughs) I got I got a fairly small house, and so it's like everything that I watch. If I stream it, it's like I'm either going to watch it on my laptop or my phone.
1: Yeah, it's cartoons. I mean, you could technically just put earmuffs on them <laughs> they do have the censored version but you don't want the yeah, censored fuck version that. yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah
0: i'll get to watch it sometime
1: there's this one scene in season one where a fucking bean goes up to morty and he's like you know talking to him about adventures and and uh morty's like yeah i think this v- adventure's going out for only beans like well that's what adventures are all about and morty's like yeah i guess so and and then the jelly bean just starts like fucking touching him. And then like rubbing him. And Morty's like, Yeah, you make me a little uncomfortable. And then the jelly bean just throws him down, starts licking him, and starts molesting him, like, you know, quit <laughs> quit whining. Just just accept it, you little bitch. And
2: <laughs> Jesus. And starts
1: fucking and starts molesting him, dude. <laughs> That's fucked up. It is fucked up, but it's fucking hilarious. <laughs>
0: It made me think of a, a scene in Family Guy where like another, a different dog came to live with them and the dog took Stewie's, what's Stewie's little doll's name?
1: Oh, fuck. Rupert. The bear, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, He, he the dog tells uh, Stewie that he dry humped Rupert for two hours. <laughs> He's like, he's like, dry humped him for two hours yesterday. He just <laughs> laid there and took it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, shit. And then the next scene, Stewie dragging a fucking bloody trash bag to the end of the driveway.
1: <laughs> That's another great show. Well, in the early days, it was.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, it, I watched that one years ago. And then, you know, I just fucking TV time for me. It's so tough.
1: Yeah, fucking family suck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> i don't ever want just, one man never i just, wa-
0: I just watch different stuff
1: because like I, you know all my all my co on on all my shows you know they all got families and shit and i just like you know fuck dude that's fucking boring man like fuck that shit you can't watch what you want to watch when you want to watch it fuck no no you can't buy the toys and collectibles that you want to whenever when you want to fuck that dude
0: Oh, uh, TV time and collectibles versus a tiny little human looking in your eyes and saying, I love you, daddy. Oh, yeah, those are Ugh. tough.
2: Ugh. <laughs> hey, Ugh. teach their own.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: there are days where I would agree.
1: <laughs> no, you know, I, I, you know, maybe hopefully one day I'll have a family. Maybe
0: a little miniature Jordan running around.
1: Oh, that'd be, well, that would be kind of awesome, huh? <laughs> now i could have an excuse to be in the toy aisle in walmart there you go instead of pretending like i'm talking to my son on the phone
0: <laughs> you really pulling that excuse there
1: i've done it before <laughs> i've done it before like there'd be a hot chick in the aisle and i'll just walk down and i'd be like "Yeah." so what little jimmy want again <laughs> what does it look like <laughs>
0: It's so sad. <laughs>
1: it is. It's pathetic. It's fucking pathetic.
0: It's just like a step above it, like borrowing somebody's dog to walk it past hot girl.
3: <laughs> Maybe she's going to stop
0: and
2: pet it. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> I, I, got, I guess they're big dogs. You've seen them, but they're cute. Oh, yeah. They're cute dogs.
2: There you go. <laughs> You'd be giving
0: the Max and Diesel a fashion show. All right, which one of you is likely to get more attention?
1: It'd be Diesel. (laughs) Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, it'd be Diesel.
0: You'd look like Jon Snow walking down the street with Diesel.
1: Fuck yeah, man. I'd take that. I'd take that, ain't No kidding, right? Yeah, Dude, uh... I just
0: started reading those books.
1: Oh, you did?
0: Yeah, I'm about... 300 pages into game of thrones the first one and it is so fucking good
1: is it so good really okay see i has i can't i hesitate getting into books now because like i've got to keep up with my comics dude yeah you know like it's a chore like i have i have to read six a day or i get behind
0: (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) because i could not keep up with six (laughs) a day
1: (laughs) (laughs) Try, try as i might but, um, I do. I, that's my goal every day. Six.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I mostly read that when I was on the flight because you know I I went to Germany last week and so I had right fuck close to like close to twenty hours of travel just in planes. God. Yeah.
1: yeah. All
0: fucking middle seats too.
1: Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Tell me That about fucking it. Fucking sucks. <laughs> Especially yeah. between a couple fucking dumbass idiots which let's be honest it's like 90 percent of the world
2: yeah, yeah no
0: i i lucked out i had my wife on one side of me and then uh, a coworker on the other side of me uh it's even so, worse <laughs> no, it was, no. <laughs> dude dude i i turned him on to saga oh nice on the flight there I, I pulled saga out of my carry-on and i said do you want to read a comic book and he's like yeah he's like oh what's that and i'm like just trust me you're gonna fucking love it and he like he just devoured it
1: Oh, I've turned non-comic people onto it, too. It's just, it's that good of a book, man. It's that crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he was going on. He's like, the art is so good. I'm like, I know.
1: <laughs> people don't, like, a lot of people don't think, like, don't understand that those kind of comics exist. You know what I mean? Like, they, they think comics, and they think, oh, superheroes, and that's it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, they think, they think, wham, punch. You know, that's, that's all they think about. No, dude. A lot, some of this shit's deep. Some of it's dark. Some of it's sad. You know, it's, it's very broad out there So yeah it's That's awesome though That is great Like you think he's actually gonna like start picking them up
0: Oh yeah I texted him a whole bunch of covers earlier And I was like I was like, Okay just take this title and Put that in an Amazon search with volume 1 And he'll get the first trade And you'll be good to go
1: <laughs> See I, I wouldn't
0: Just a shit ton shit-ton of fucking image titles
1: I wouldn't be able to do that Because before I could share by Covers with them, I'd have to clean them off.
0: <laughs> see, that's what works out well, that I have that, that inventory app on my phone, <laughs> so I can just scroll through and look at all the covers.
1: <laughs> that way you don't have to get come on your uh, on the actual covers, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh,
1: God. I, I can see it now. Rebecca's going to be like, God damn it. Every fucking time you two are on together, it's all about cum.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Jordan says something bad and Joe eggs and on. <laughs> it's like, That's yeah, what we're all
1: about, man. We're a team.
0: <laughs> it does seem to work out that way.
1: We jive together.
0: Oh, but yeah, Game of Thrones, dude. All the fucking excellent dialogue and everything so far from season one. It's like taken seemingly straight out of the book.
1: That's what I've heard.
0: It's almost exactly as George R. R. Martin wrote is it. so cool
1: that's cool i i want to start him so bad but i I can't man i can't
0: the thick books do thick fucking books too
1: i used to read a lot of books too like i've read the whole harry potter series more than like twice two or three times at least yeah um aragon you ever see, you ever heard of aragon
0: no i my my um my cousin had recommended that one to me but i never got into it but he really liked it a lot
1: oh it's great man it's fantastic mm-hmm. they made a movie a while back, but it was it was bad.
0: Yeah, I remember the I remember the trailers for it and stuff.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it is bad, dude. The books are are fantastic. The second one, the eldest, is probably my favorite one. Oh, cool! The end of that book is just fantastic. But there's four of them all together, if I remember right. And yeah, they're great books, man. Makes me want to read them again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I used to read a lot of fantasy novels. And then I went for a long time without reading, you know, pretty much anything other than comics. And then just after we finished this last season of Game of Thrones and, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, the writing gone downhill and, you know, just the typical things that people were bitching about with it. I I was still really impressed with it. I enjoyed it. But it it made me want to go back and start it from the beginning with the books and to get all of that extra deep cut knowledge out of it you know what i mean definitely yeah it's fucking it's so cool so far and um they got that oh uh, what is it? it's like a history of westeros book that he put together also oh so I'm hoping yeah to get that i've, heard, I've
1: heard of that yeah. I, I have heard of that they got some spinoffs in the works now too one of them at least, TV show-wise, one of them at least is confirmed, if I remember correctly. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah one I wonder there, what
0: that'll be like.
1: There, Well, there was five in the works.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. There's it, such a breadth of stories that they could tell from that, though. I mean, he wrote a really rich history.
1: Fuck yeah, he did. Maybe he one of the richest histories there years. is. Right.
0: I mean, it, it really is comparable with, um, you know, like Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of authors out there, especially fantasy authors, that have done that, and they're just kind of sleeper titles that not too many people know about. Like, have you ever heard of the Sword of Truth books? Uh-uh. They're fucking incredibly thick. Just like the first, what is it like the first nine or something like that? I I've gotten, I think he's written a couple since, but you can basically take them all as just one big giant book. And just those nine paperbacks is probably like a good fourteen inches of bookshelf. damn yeah it's fucking incredible too dude they they did a really shitty show on like wgn or something like that called legend of the seeker which was like loosely based on sort of truth but it was so watered down
1: and gross sounds about right usually uh, how that shit ends up
0: (laughs) it was really fucking disappointing like the main character was like tiny and it's like that's not richard rawl richard Rawls a big jacked motherfucker and like the sword of truth it's like this magical fucking sword that it like takes the measure of the user and so like if you kill somebody with it like you feel that fucking pain from it and like that's like the way that magic works in this book it's like you have to fucking pay a price in pain
1: dude all books like that that deal with magic usually the good ones there's a price to pay for the magic yeah you know Always, yes. yeah, even in comics, it's always it always seems that way. The only one I can think of that didn't was like Harry Potter.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's Which a are good great point. books.
1: And you can call me a little girl all you want, but I read all the Twilight books too. <laughs> I did, and I well, I read the first With four of them even. <laughs> and we, well, let's <laughs> just say my my ex girlfriend made me read them and i i read them and this is <laughs> this is getting a little bit in my past but i read them all in uh in rehab dude i read all four of them in like a week oh, wow that was all i really had to do really yeah and i just dude i read I read the fuck out of them they're they're actually really good i thought they were really good now i don't know if i could like if i read them now i don't know if i would think the same thing but At the time, they were fantastic books, and I couldn't get enough of them, to tell you the truth. They are way, way different from the movies.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've never even seen any of their movies.
1: Oh, you're not missing anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what I heard.
1: Yeah, what makes me mad about the movies is the books are not as girly as they made the movies. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it's it's like they really sold the movie as like a tweener love story, right?
1: Yes, and that's, I mean, don't get me wrong, the book, that's there in the book, like, that is part of it, but that's like maybe 15% of it instead of 95% of it, like the movie made it out to be. The, uh, the cool thing about it that I really liked is they, they do a really different take on vampires, and it's really cool about learning about, you know, that family... And how they came together, and what the vampires can do, but you know, I've always been into vampires though. Like True Blood, I watched True Blood faithfully, and that show really sucked at times. But then at times it was really fucking good.
0: Dude, how awful was that last season?
1: It was bad. The ending was so
0: fucking disappointing too. Oh, I was
1: pissed. I was so pissed. The first season was so good. Yes, so good. And then the second season's when they fucking, they went off the rails.
0: Yeah, and then it just continued to get worse it, first. It, it
1: did, it did. And it's really unfortunate, man. But they explored
0: Steve, some good concepts in there, but it's like they just didn't follow through very well.
1: Oh, yeah, like, the, oh, I, like, I love the age thing about vampires. And man, do you remember in that very first season, I think it was the first episode, when Sookie walks into that bar and he's sitting over there on the table bill and they play that music and it kind of gets dim around him and she's walking up to him that was fucking to me that was a really powerful scene like they did a great job there of emphasizing the nature and power of him and you know does that make sense yeah and then they just fucking like take it for granted the rest of the season because they they branch way outside of vampires they go into so much other bullshit it is so frustrating, man. That show could have been really good. I've heard that the books are based off of fucking suck ass.
0: Yeah, I've read the first seven of them; they were terrible. Okay, maybe it was you that told me that. One. I probably. I, I seem to remember talking to you about this. Definitely telling somebody that they were absolute dog shit books. Yeah, it was me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> have you read anything else by her? Uh, no. Okay.
0: No, that was enough. That, that's Charlene Harris. The Southern Vampire series.
1: And she played the grandma in the show, didn't she?
0: (laughs) No, (laughs) I don't think so.
1: (laughs) Oh, I thought she did. No,
0: isn't that the same old lady that was in, like, Twister? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's listening to this and screaming. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's been so long since I've seen (laughs) Twister. Oh, I'll look it up. But I could have swore she had a part in the show.
0: No, I'm pretty sure that that's a character actress.
1: That played Sookie's grandma, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure.
1: Man, I could have swore. She did knock again, it out of like, the
0: park with that role. What'd you say? I said she knocked it out of the park with that role. She was very memorable for only being in there for part of a season.
1: Yeah, and now that she talked about it, like, yeah, I think I do remember seeing her and other things. Man, she's not even, like, on here. There she is. Uh, yeah, it's not her.
0: Was she also in Twister?
1: Uh, let's find out. Her name is uh, Lois Smith. Yes, she was in Twister.
0: Bam! Obscure fucking movie knowledge for the win. Twister.
1: <laughs> Twister, <laughs> The Nice Guys, Falling Down, and Minority Report.
0: She was in Falling Down. Who now? Who would she have played? In? Have you ever seen Falling Down?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Oh, excuse me. I had to cough there. No. Um Okay, dude. Falling Down is incredible. It's... Uh, Michael Douglas plays this dude who has a nervous breakdown in traffic, and he just gets out of his car and starts walking through gangland L.A. Oh, shit. Yeah, and just like this swath of fucking carnage follows him because some of the first people to fuck with him are these gangbangers that um, they've got like a whole gym bag full of fucking guns. And so he fucking takes these guys out with like a fucking baseball bat. And then now he's all fucking armed to the teeth and he's like going through and he's he's not taking shit anymore. And then um, uh, who the fuck? Who the fuck? was the guy who plays the detective?
1: Oh, I had it pulled up.
0: Hold Dude's on. fucking um,
1: Robert Duvall. Fuck-
0: yes, Robert Duvall. I was going to say it was one of the sheriffs from Lonesome Dove and fucking godfather and shit. Yeah, Robert Duvall plays the detective that's like on his last day that's like trying to track him down. And trying to figure out what's going <laughs> on with him.
1: It's got a great rating.
0: Dude, you'd love it. It's a fucking good movie. (laughs) All right, I'm going to
1: watch it. (laughs) Excellent.
0: Excellent, dude. I can't wait to hear what you think of it. That was one that we used to watch all the time when I was in middle school, and we would laugh at all the language in it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking terrible. And then, like, listening to
1: Brian (laughs) on your show last week, like, just started making me think, like, my high school times, like, I took a lot of drugs in high school, dude. A lot. A lot of acid, man. A lot of acid.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never. I don't. I think I might have been out of high school when I did that. I think that was mostly just when I was in college for me. But
1: the first time I ever saw The Dark Knight, I had taken uh, four sweet tarts of acid, and sweet tarts like you, you put a drop on the sweet tarts, and that was the most I'd ever taken at that point. And dude, I like, I like had a breakdown in the movie theater. Oh, I did, no. yeah. Because like, and and here's the thing about acid. Like a lot of people don't know, but like, it it dude. There's not like purple dragons and shit that float around. It's more like likely like stuff blends together and patterns emerge and everything looks kind of like neon and hyper realistic and stuff. And the fucking dude, every time like the Joker and the bats, like they just melded together. And like I'll never forget, dude. Like the fucking theater got so bright and it just enveloped me and like everything around me was just like so bright. Like I was in heaven
2: (laughs)
3: and,
1: (laughs) and I just, I can't explain the feeling, but the feeling I had just got so intense. I got up and I don't, I said something and I don't remember what I said, but then I went out of the theater and I went into the public bathroom and I stared at myself in the mirror for like an hour, like for the rest of the movie. (laughs) <laughs> and, dude, when you take acid or mushrooms, that's one thing you want to try to avoid if you're not very veteran at it, because that's when shit gets really dark, man. Like, your face starts turning, and you, oh, it's oh, it's hard to explain. And, like, you can, start, you can start to look really fucking evil. And then I will never forget, dude, I went over to the urinal, and this fucking uh, cop comes in. They usually have a cop up there, like one cop. And I... I just stared at him when I was peeing, (laughs) and like
0: not aggressive at all.
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. But he never said anything, dude. He just—he never even looked at me. He just walked out. And like, I'm sure there's a lot of other things that happened that night, but I don't really remember.
0: (laughs) I I never, I never wanted to be in public places when I did that. Like,
1: oh yeah,
0: I think I was almost always out in the woods somewhere for the most part.
1: Yeah, I was on that. right <laughs> that was, see, but that's cool. Dude. The woods is a fun part. See, and then the first time I saw fucking Speed Racer, I went and saw it. And that was my first IMAX movie, and I was and I'd taken mushrooms and acid. I took both wow. of them, and oh man, that was an experience, dude. Oh my god, that fucking movie. Whoo, you ever seen that movie? <laughs> no, I, I remember the watching the one? cartoon when I was a oh, kid. Oh, me too, I loved the cartoon. But yeah, the movie it's it's okay. It's not great. It, it's one of those like Avatar type things. It's really more uh, like big CGI scenes more than actual story. Yeah. But it's really colorful and so yeah, it was it was the perfect uh, perfect candidate for going on mushrooms and acid.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, I think the first time I saw yeah, I went to like an 11.30 showing of Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring on, on mushrooms. And I remember the theater was packed, and so there was some total stranger that I had to share an armrest with. And I just sat oh, there the fuck. whole time, just staring forward. I was like, I will not turn my head right and look at this stranger. <laughs> I just watched this whole fucking movie. And then made a beeline for the exit door. And as soon as I stepped outside, there was like the full moon up in the sky. And that was oh, yeah. like a winter release, too, so it was cold out when we went outside.
1: get so Man. paranoid.
0: Oh, but it was like, it was so freeing. As soon as I stepped out of the theater, I was like, (gasps) oh, I can breathe again.
1: (laughs) I know, too. Like, you sit in that theater and you're like, everybody's looking at me. Everybody's looking at me. They're judging me. This guy over to my right, he knows I'm on, he knows I'm fucked up. He knows. There's a guy over there. He's secretly texting the police. (laughs) Texting the police.
2: (laughs) Oh, fuck.
1: (laughs) Wait a minute. There's cops waiting outside. They're going <laughs> to test my blood.
0: <laughs> oh, goddamn. I wish I could get the money back that I spent on that stuff.
1: Oh, you don't even know, man. You don't even know. Because for me, it turned into much more than recreational stuff. And, and I lived in you know Kansas City at the time. Downtown. No, well, I didn't live downtown. I, li- I lived in Olathe. And you know, I went to downtown Kansas City all the time. And, you know, I don't want to get too deep into it, but it. Uh, it, dude it really it fucked up my future it really did dude. because i i I, just, I was you know i was really smart in school great grades and dude that just fucked it all up man. i mean i played i played football you know every year and i screwed everything up so it took i mean it took a while to bounce back dude i i don't even know if i'm gonna talk about this on here but like i dude I, joe i lived in my car for four months a while oh, back damn yeah, and, like, you know, I probably went to, I think I did three or four trips to rehab. And so, like, then I, you know, I finally got out of it all and got back on my feet and everything. But, so, like, I can, you know, I can smoke weed, no problem. But I can't, like, ne- I can never touch anything else ever again. and And I won't. But Yeah,
0: you know, if you've got that addictive personality, that's the way to do it.
1: Well, and you know I do. Yes, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it comes from, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it was uh, it was a fucked up few years of my life. It was did a lot of fucked up shit.
0: How old were you when that kind of when you know, you said that they kinda of derailed you at one point. How old were you when that happened?
1: Oh, when um, when it all started getting really, really bad, seventeen. I was seventeen. I was a senior in high school.
0: Yeah, that's a tough time to have something like that happen because it's like you're old enough to, you know, think that you got a strong grasp on what the world is, but it's like you're also old enough to where so the the shit you're doing there is going to leave a mark.
1: Yeah, well, and, well, and that's why I moved to write here. Stuff in ink. That's why I moved here at Wichita. Yeah. Just, you guys had to get away from everything, and, like, because I, well, like, I grew up here in Wichita, but, like, when, in the middle of eighth grade, my parents got divorced, and that's a long story of its own, my, my dad fucking hated me for a long time, because, like, we, you know, like, your parents, it's so tough, dude, because it's like, you know, you love both your parents, but, like, you know, you're, I don't know how like everybody else's dad is, like, or mom. Like, I'm not speaking to anybody else's parents. So, like, for me, like, my dad was not my mom. You know what I mean? Like, my mom is my mom. And my mom takes care of me. And my dad doesn't. You know, I'm talking about like taking you to the doctor and, you know, all of that shit. And, you know, he just didn't do that stuff. And so, like, mm-hmm. they asked me once in, in the courtroom. And, you know, they said, who do you believe, you know, you and, you're you know, chasing him, your brother and sister should live with and I told him it's to my mom and and then I kind of in a way actively pursued that, like, kinda took my mom's side in a way. So they I don't like I don't know. They they would never tell me if that was like part of the ruling, but we you know, he gave my mom uh, cut they get the judge gave my mom custody and so we my my mom got together with my stepdad. My mom had actually cheated on my dad for seven years with this guy. And I never knew this. And so they moved us up to Kansas City because my stepdad was an owner of a business and he bought out the other two guys. And then uh, so we had to move up to Kansas City. That's why I moved to Kansas City in the first place. Okay. It's like we'd see my dad every other weekend. And I think I was, this was, I was in middle school at this time. So like eighth grade. And my dad fucking set me down one day. We had already moved and everything. And told me, he's like, you know, all of a sudden trying to turn me against my mom. He's like, you know, your mom cheated on me for, you know, seven years and this is what she did. You know, trying to get me to turn me against her.
0: Yeah, that's fucked up. A, par- a parent shouldn't do that.
1: Well, and then my mom, you know, she did it a little bit too. And, you know, they were not, they were so hostile against each other. They couldn't, They they were ordered by court. They could only talk over email. That was it. Wow. And, like, so, like, we'd go down to my dad's house and, like, you know, I'd ask him to, you know, maybe I'd, you know, we'd want to close or something. He'd be like, nope, that's so what i give your mom child support for. Her. And, you know, would never fucking do that. he put, put everything on us. And, you know, he would beat us all the time. Not, like, bad, but, you know, he'd fucking hit us in the head a few times. And he's he's an alcoholic, but he's a functioning alcoholic. Like, he makes good money and lives in a nice house, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's... That's really, that's really where it all started. Was was then? Yeah, that's man, sh-
0: that's tough shit to go through at a young age, man.
1: Yeah, and you know, I, it, I, I, but I fucked up dude, because like, you know, I, I'm, I, I was very, I was very fortunate as a kid. Like, you know, my parents had money. You know, we lived in nice houses, had nice cars, all that stuff. And you know, I could have been in my stepdad's business and stayed there. And, you know, maybe be living better than I am now. But, you know, I moved out of that house when I was 16 and moved in with my buddy. And then I moved out of there and then I moved in with my girlfriend and her mom. And that was a whole nother chapter of my fucking life. <laughs> her <laughs> mom was fucking crazy. She, oh my god, man. Girlfriend was crazy too, but.
2: <laughs> what kind of crazy? Was,
1: dude, like, she. She would do anything for her daughter. So, like,. Before I moved in, like, to make her daughter happy, she would drive to my house and, like, help me sneak out of my house. And then take me up there to their house. And then she would drive me back to my house before my parents woke up.
0: And, that's like, fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, dude. And, and like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's illegal, too.
1: <laughs> oh, dude. All <laughs> kinds of shit. And she was just, like, my girlfriend with, like, these little temper tantrums. And she would do anything to fucking make her happy. Like, she'd go buy her a fucking Xbox. Right off the bat. Just to fucking stop her from throwing a fit. And, like, it it was insane, dude. But I loved her. Well, I, well, I think I did. I thought I did. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I know what you mean.
1: And it was... Oh, it was crazy, man. It's crazy shit. We went to Cancun together once. And uh, the three of us. In Mexico. And... Dude, I was like, it was fucked up, dude. Because like, I was going through withdrawals, because I was in the middle of my whole drug deal, and for me, it was it was. We've talked this much; I may as well go a little bit further. It for me, it was. Uh, it start. It all started with fucking oxycodone, pain pills, and then it went to fucking heroin from there. And so, like, I just started doing heroin. We go to Cancun, and I fucking start getting these withdrawals, and so like. My girlfriend didn't, like, she knew I had this drug problem, so she didn't want me touching any drugs, and she didn't know it was that bad, but, and, and see, and I thought she was pregnant at the time, well, she was, she was pregnant at the time. See, I got her pregnant, uh, twice, and lost the baby both times, she had, she had one miscarriage, and then the other one, she had a, uh, emergency abortion, where, uh and see, I had left at this point. I'd moved to Wichita, and so actually, to tell you the truth, I actually don't even know for a fact that this even happened. But her mom, and her mom's crazy, so that's why I say that. Her mom called me once, and they did send me pictures, sonograms, but she said that the baby was like in a like bad position in her stomach, pressing it up against her spine or something, so they had to do an emergency abortion. I still to this day don't know if that's true or not. But I do know that she was pregnant one time and she had a miscarriage because it happened right in front of me. So I do remember that one, but I don't know if the other one's true that's some heavy shit. But back to fucking Cancun, it was funny because I was going through withdrawals and she didn't want me touching any drugs. So on Cancun, like, it's it's real easy. Like, this guy walked up to me with some cigars and he's like, you know, you want some cigars? I was like, do you have any green cigars? You know what I mean? And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, come with me." And so I'm following him down the beach. He took me like two miles. We walked for an hour, and I was like starting to freak out. Like, where the fuck is this dude taking me, man? <laughs> yeah. Like, we, like we got away from civilization, like from the tourists and shit. And so we go to this little. It's like like from a fucking movie, dude. We go to, like this little cave area, and I. He's like. He's like, 60 bucks. I'm like, no, dude. I was like, I'll give you 20, man. That's all I got. No, 60. I, dude, all I got is 20, man. I had hundreds, you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> so I was like,
1: no, dude. I, I, 20, that's all I got. That's all I'm giving. He's like, okay, fine, fine. So I give him 20 bucks. He hands me a huge fucking it was a newspaper just fucking filled with weed. <laughs> like Probably like two ounces, man.
2: Jesus.
1: And so I go back and I fucking start smoking. You know, my girlfriend didn't I, she didn't know about it at the time, so I go down to the common area type deal on the beach, and this fucking Australian guy he walks up to me, and he goes, "Hey man, you got a lighter?" And I was like, "What? Was like, you got a lighter, man?" It's <laughs> like, "Do I have a what?" And he starts doing the little lighter symbol. He, he was asking for a lighter.
0: You are a like, master of accents.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry. I was like,
1: "No, that's right." I was like, "All right, yeah, here." And he fucking lights a fucking joint, and so we're sitting there smoking together. And we're talking about all kinds of shit. He's like, he's like, "Yeah, man, in Australia, you, you can stop going to school when you're ten years old." <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" And we're like talking about all kinds of shit, dude. So we fucking part ways because he was leaving that morning, and so he he wanted to go get some sleep. And we were we were so drunk too because we and I was eighteen and in Mexico. You know you only have to be eighteen. And we stayed at the uh, Oasis Hotel, actually the same hotel that Real World MTV was just at. (laughs) (laughs) They had the bubble room and everything, or the foam room. And dude, when you go into that foam room, I know I'm going all over the place, sorry. Ah, That's okay. When you go into that foam room, (laughs) there's just people fucking everywhere, dude. Like, you have to watch your step because there will be people just fucking right there. And like, I saw, dude, I saw this girl getting her dick sucked. A girl! She was a fucking he-she.
0: <laughs> now it's a party.
1: <laughs> the only one I'd ever seen, man. And this other girl was sucking her dick. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? Am I getting turned on by this? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'll never forget that, man. It's like I walked through it. Because I went there alone. And so th- this was after I'd smoked with the dude. <laughs> and so I go back up to the fucking room. And I go in there. And my girlfriend's in the bathroom. And, like, she was in in there for, like, 30 minutes. I was like, what the fuck? So I go knock on the door. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? And she's like, nothing. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And I just went back over and started (laughs) watching TV. She drank the water. And so she fucking opens the door, and she goes, I'm pissed. And I was like, okay. And I just kept watching TV, because I was drunk and was fucked up. I was feeling good. I didn't care. And she's like, Jordan, I am pissed. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and she comes up to me and slaps me. And I'm like, You fucking bitch, what the fuck? So I get up and she's like, Come here. let we go to the bathroom. She flushed all my weed down the toilet, dude. Oh. All of it. Every last bit of it. There there was like a little bit around the toilet, and so I, like I scavenged it up real quick.
2: <laughs> and so
1: so she starts going off and me about, oh my god, you would do that? You care about the weed more than you care about me. You know, and, and just doing all this bullshit, and I'm like, whatever, dude.
0: The weed is how I stand you.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so, like, I'll never forget, dude, this was one of the most moments I've ever felt more badass in my life. It's so, like, we had a fight, right? So, we didn't, like, you know, we beforehand, you know, we were, like, fucking like rabbits down there. But we didn't do anything that night. And... We slept in the same bed because her mom was in the other bed on the other side of the room, which had a like a one of those pole walls between it. You know what I mean? hmm But um, anyways, so we wake up the next morning and we all go to the beach. And I go back to my room because I had fucking had that little bit of weed that I scavenged off the floor. And so I go back and I smoke it. And I grab some money and I head back out. And I stop by at the little, you know, gift shop area and I buy a, a huge cigar. So I walked back and i buy a drink. It was funny, dude, because they were, the drinks, there's like, they had special ones each day. And like, one day it was the Superman. It was like, blueberry. I can't remember what it was, but it was like red, white, and blue. And then the next day they had a Batman. It was like brownish and, uh, yellow. And then I can't, I, those are the only two I can remember. But so we were, we'd get super smashed because it was all inclusive. So all the food and alcohol and everything was free. Oh, nice. And so, I was, I was so drunk the whole time, man. And, I was walking away at, with my cigar, and I was high as fuck. I just smoked, you know, like four bowls, and I fucking buy this drink, and I just get real drunk. So I'm fucked up. I'm drunk. I just bought these badass sunglasses. I'm fucking like I I was I had weight. I like I was in good shape then because I played football, so I like I looked good. So I'm like fucking walking down the beach with my sunglasses on, They're fucked up, smoking this cigar, looking around at all the beautiful fucking women from all over the world around me. I'm just walking down the fucking beach like, fuck yeah, dude, I'm a fucking boss. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, then, and then I'm fucking walking, and I'm looking at all this ass around me. And sorry for the ladies listening to this, but that's just how all guys are. I don't care what they say. <laughs> and I stopped, dude, my girlfriend's just standing there staring at me. <laughs> and I fucking went from boss level to fucking sad.
3: Aww. Like,
1: it was like a quick 180, man. It was like a fucking hard dick to a limp dick. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: And it was then that I knew I didn't need to be with this girl anymore. So we broke up in Cancun.
0: Oh my god! Did you have to and sit I, next to her on a whole flight home and everything?
1: And I, well, I went off for two days, and I was gone because we were there for a week. So I was gone for two days, dude. <laughs> I,
2: slept,
1: I slept with this other girl in her hotel. And, <laughs>
2: Jesus.
1: And dude, they flipped out man because okay because down there like you don't have well at the time there was no cell service and so you know your cell phone was was no good really and so i i went down and i pick up my phone and i call my mom just to check in and she's like where are you she's like crying she's like are you okay oh my god i'm like yeah what the what's going on she's like emily and her mom called me and said you disappeared were you kidnapped (laughs) i was like no i'm i'm fine and she's like they're freaking out
0: oh no like
1: I'm like, okay, so it was the last day, so I I met back up with them, and and yeah, we went back, and it was the most awkward plane ride back in the world, man. But I remember I did buy uh, five cartons of cigarettes, because they were only ten bucks. (laughs) 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 So, that was some good that came out of that.
2: (laughs) So
0: there was a silver lining.
1: (laughs) Oh, I had a great time. (laughs) <laughs> I had a great I seriously I had a great time. It was fun. And I had good moments with her too. But yeah, I mean I I had good moments with her too. I mean there was there was some good time, you know, over, you know, fucking around the ocean and stuff that I was you know the first few days, it was alright. The middle, we kinda got into it and it was just kinda me on my own with her. But then the <laughs> the last two days was when I disappeared. And, uh, yeah.
0: Oh, there's nothing yeah. worse than getting in a big fight with a significant other on vacation.
1: Oh, I know, man. I know. Dude, and like, there... <laughs> this is before I went by myself. I was with her, and they do, like, these... Uh, we paid money for, like, these excursions, so I went and, like, snorkeled on, like, the second largest reef in the world. With, with her and her mom. And then we did... The, it was parasailing. They called it parasailing, okay? That's what they called it. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, we get on the boat, and we get out there... No 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 no. This isn't even no fucking parasailing. This is like an old ass parachute that is has a rope tied to it and that's it. You sit on the rope and you hold on to the rope like har nothing's t- I'm not kidding you, nothing tying you down. And and the boat just takes off and the and the wind catches the parachute and then you fly up into the air. And if all you just doing let go is you're gonna sitting drop on a rope. Oh yeah. I've got pictures of it on my Facebook.
0: <laughs> that's fucking crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah it, it it was usually crazy. aren't
0: you in like a harness and stuff like that?
1: Oh yeah, but it it wasn't parasailing, dude. It
2: was not. It wasn't even the closest thing to parasailing. <laughs> it's
0: Like redneck parasailing.
1: <laughs> it's fucking Mexican parasailing is what it was.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you ever seen Cable Guy? Jim
2: Carrey. Uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> He's
0: telling the story about his girlfriend that died. He's crying, he's like, promise me you'll never go bungee jumping in Mexico. They just don't have the regulations. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: dude,
2: dude, they don't, man. They
1: don't. Uh, because, like, you know, you, you just went through an airport. You know how bad fucking airport security is here. Oh, and I mean, like, how, and I don't want to hear about that here in a minute. But, like, you know how sh- strict it is? So, like, you go through that here in, in the United States, and then you get to Mexico. And you get <laughs> out and you walk up, and you've got all your shit, and you fucking stand in line for a minute, because, you know, everybody's going to Cancun, so it's a pretty long line, you go, okay, so what happens is you walk through this, um, like a metal detector type thing, and then you, you hit a button physically, this is how it was when I was there, and I was there, oh, I think it was 2008, I think, 2008, 2009, so it wasn't that long ago, like eight years ago, and you hit a button, and if it's red, Then you stop, and they got to search you and everything. And if it's green, you're good to go. So I go through it. Green, I'm good. Girlfriend's mom goes through it. Green, she's good. My girlfriend goes through it. Red. She stops. The fucking lady, the whatever you call her, at the counter goes, Oh, no, it's okay. It's just broken. You hit it again.
2: (laughs) The (laughs) girlfriend hits
1: it again. It goes red again. And she goes, Oh, don't worry about it. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I'm like, fucking nice, dude. I, I, you know, I hope no one on this fucking plane has a goddamn bomb, dude, because we're fucked. Because <laughs> <laughs> they just don't care.
0: Dude, when we were on our flight back and we had to go through the international terminal and then, you know, go through the customs line to get back into the country at um, Chicago, there was a security officer with a drug dog. And the dog was a fucking beagle. It was a drug sniffing beagle. Yeah,
2: seriously,
0: this adorable little beetle with a little police vest on, with Jesus. this blonde lady just walking after it, going find it, find it, find it. And that dog went right up and sniffed my pant leg, and then went right over and sniffed my wife's pant leg, and then went over and started really aggressively sniffing somebody's bag. And the lady was like, "Sir, sir, can you put that bag down so that so so my dog can smell it?" <laughs> the whole time, <ton> lady's <laughs> just find it, find it. I'm like, this is fucking surreal. Like I expected this to be like a fucking German Shepherd. Or something. Not a fucking
2: beagle.
1: (laughs) Dude, that reminds me of that dog from a... Oh, it's a fucking comic. Oh my god, I can't remember the name of it now. It's an image comic. came out not too long ago. Nick Spencer wrote it. I can't remember. (laughs) I can't remember. But, like, it's funny because they say the name and, like, they talk about, like, this is the biggest drug-busting cop in in the world. And, like, they, you know, fucking... Hype it up and everything, and you find out it's a little, little tiny, like little fucking beagle, like you're talking about, Aww. a little drug dog. <laughs> yeah, it's funny.
2: Yeah, I suppose but,
0: you know. Doesn't really matter. I mean, they they probably all got a really good sense of smell. You you might not see like a pug or like a Shih Tzu or something like that. Something with like the really short face. You
1: know, well, when I was on my 311 cruise, you know how you know there was drugs all over that fucking ship, and you know how a lot of people had got them. Over there? They they said they say they fucking put it in tubes of toothpaste because toothpaste, the toothpaste's the toothpaste is lined with foil.
3: Oh okay. but see, they
1: didn't they didn't take it through the airport. What they did was they mailed it to their hotel. You know, before they left. Hmm. Huh. In their name.
0: God, that's a fucking lot of work just to get stoned. It's like just have it, some beers yeah. for a week.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> but I suppose if you're going to go see three eleven on a cruise ship, yeah, that's Not, not yeah. that I'm making a judgment call against you Because you've talked about it a lot and it sounds awesome But oh, you know, it was I, I that, bet you ran into some hippie motherfuckers there too
1: Oh yeah But I, did, I didn't do anything dude I didn't get drunk, didn't uh, smoke nothing Not one thing oh, Nice I was sober as fuck that whole That whole cruise But hey I remember I, I promise you I remember more of it than any of those fuckers
0: <laughs> yeah, that probably goes without saying, right? Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> that yeah, would be pretty awesome. cool, though.
0: I've never, I've never even seen the ocean. What? No, I mean, like I've flown well, over just, it.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say you just flew over, it, didn't you?
0: Yeah, but I couldn't freaking see any of it. <laughs> it was all cloud cover every time, and also I didn't have a fucking window seat, so I had to lean over my wife to look out the window.
1: Yeah, man, you just went to fucking Germany, dude. How was it?
0: It was fun as fuck. It really was. Um, I was able to go for, for my job. The The company that we work for had, um, they've got a, a like 70,000 employees and they selected like a thousand of them to go to the the place in Germany where it's headquartered and just kind of like basically have like an employee kind of appreciation party. Awesome. And so, yeah, and so they paid for the flight over and all our hotel stay. Oh, and, nice. Um, yeah, it was it was great, man. It was it was really fun. The, you know, the the travel itself was the only not fun part. Right. You know, the security checkpoints and and just sitting for that long on a plane. You know, it was, and then the the jet lag wasn't fun. It was easier to get over on the way there because like we got there super early in the morning. And, um, so we had to kill a little bit of time before we get into our hotel. So we went and probably walked around for a couple hours. And then by the time we were able to get in our hotel, we were able to just like zonk out for like two hours. And then we were pretty, pretty good to go for that night, but we stayed up pretty late every night we were there.
1: So was it really beautiful?
0: It was, it was, it was really reminiscent of, of the part of Iowa that I'm in, but even more so going further north like kinda up into like Wisconsin where the hills get even bigger. Right. But it was, it was just lots of big forested hills for the most part. We were at, we were in a little town called Kunzelsaw. That um this is like say I say little town, but it was like ten thousand people.
1: Well, that's a little town.
0: Yeah. Um they had a great vibe though. I mean, all the, the German people were they're so wonderful. Such friendly people and um, so many of them spoke English, like, and got along on it so much better than I could in German. <laughs> and so I was, if there was one thing I could do differently about that trip, it would have been that as soon as I found out that I was going to go, I would have gotten like, you know, Rosetta stone or something like that and really tried to learn, right. um, the language a little bit better. I think I could have got a little bit more out of the experience if I could have been able to talk to some of the locals using their own language. Cause we had so much more time that was unstructured than time that we had things that we were, you know, scheduled to do with like, say a group. Yeah. But on, on one of the days we went to a, um, uh, like a, a, real old walled city called Rothenburg. That um, I wish I could remember the exact date of how old it was, but it had like an actual like stone wall around it with like big towers and shit. It sounds and like, pretty old. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> fucking awesome, man. They had,
1: that sounds like some Game of Thrones shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, kinda like it, you know, a little bit. There was, there was a cannon sticking out of one of the, the the windows in the wall. So you know, it had been a little bit newer into the gunpowder era, or, but I'm sure when the, when it was first built, it was probably pre that. But um, it was funny <laughs> when we rolled up. This was we left to go on this right after like the first big lunch where everybody got together, and they were fucking handing out beer right when we walked into this hall to sit down for the fucking like business lunch. Oh. And so everyone's fucking drinking all this free fucking German beer. And so then we all, all the North American people, we go and get on this, all on this one bus together. And, uh, and so at this point, like we all rode on the bus there just from the hotel and it was a very quiet bus ride. And it was a rowdy bus ride after the lunch because we were all beer beered up. And then we're like fucking singing Wu-Tang at the back of the bus and shit like that. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And uh, we fucking get to Rothenburg. We pull up and there's all these tour guides out front. And they're all just holding up signs of of where they're going to go. Or, you know, what group of people is supposed to go to them. And so we're all like, "Oh, well, where's the one with the American flag? Where's the one with the American flag? And, you know, me being loud. I'm like, oh, you can't see him because he's in the back taking a knee. <laughs> <laughs>
2: sorry i was drinking i was just drinking something that's
0: fucking hilarious <laughs> the one dude in the back of the bus goes you
2: son of a bitch that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> it's <was> fucking funny <laughs> that is
0: fucking priceless man oh it was so much fun so much fun and so then um yeah we had a, a tour guide actually walk us around that city and tell a bunch of facts about it. And he said that a lot of people describe Rothenburg as a, a Middle Ages town or like a Dark Ages, but that's really not what it is because he said a lot of the construction during that time period would have all just been timber. And so there'd be nothing of that left. Right. So a lot of the stuff in, in Rothenburg was what he called a half timber, meaning that like the bottom half was made of stone, the top half was made of wood. And like I guess that sort of architecture became a lot more prevalent once. You know, people started making more money, and the, it was easier to for you know the common folk to buy stone because it, you know cost quite a bit to have it all cut and everything. So that's why usually yeah. it was only like you know municipal and churches and stuff like that would wow. you know, stone buildings before because they cost so much.
2: Huh?
0: It was pretty cool though, man. It was a. It was. He said that everybody in that city was required to have like several months worth of food stored in their attic. In case the city came under siege, that they wouldn't get starved out.
1: What? <laughs> right? <laughs> like now, in current time? Oh no, no, right no, now. no, no! Back,
0: back, back when that was like... Oh, I'm like, what the fuck? Back in the days when like Berlin was just a village and Rothenburg was like the biggest city in Germany.
1: Okay, I was like, wh- where did you go again? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, they had a fucking uh, torture museum there. It costs oh, money.
1: awesome. It
0: cost money to go into. So and we only had a half hour. And so Lindsay and I were like, oh fuck, we're just gonna go and hit up the tourist souvenir shops instead. But um they had this weird fucking medieval looking dunking tank sitting outside that was basically like a cage, like attached to like a teeter-totter. And so they said that like that was used for like to punish criminals of like petty crimes. And the example he gave was if a baker that baked drunk. his <laughs> if a baker baked his bread too small or too large because like all pieces all loaves of bread were supposed to be a set size because they were like used as a form of bartering and currency and so if a baker cooked one too small or too big he wasn't evening out the proportions of what people were supposed to get he'd go in that fucking cage and they would like dunk him underwater and hold him under for a little bit and then bring him up for a little bit of air and then dunk him down again
1: What the fuck? (laughs) Right? We are fucking savages, dude. (laughs) Oh my
0: god. It all used to be a fucked up place.
1: (laughs) What if you just had like... It's still fucked up, but I
0: mean, that's fucked up.
1: What if like the dude, like, back then, like, maybe they didn't have glasses, so like, maybe he didn't have 20-20 eyesight, you know? (laughs) Like, just kind of like, you know, thought it looked right, but it wasn't, and he gets fucking drowned. Because of it?
0: Oh, just a little. I'm gonna pull you back up and then do it again in a few minutes.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, we haven't come that far. I guess we do waterboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not we. <laughs> well, yeah. <Some>
0: people do. <laughs> do you ever see the fucking Zero Dark Thirty where they're fucking showing that shit?
1: Oh yeah. God
0: damn, that's fucked up.
1: Oh yeah, dude. I man, and you call me savage or. Fucked up if you want But you know what dude For people Like that Like that are fucked up And do bad Like fucked up shit like that I You waterboard them All the fuck you want man
2: Yeah I mean You
1: know If if it's gonna get you information That's gonna save innocent lives I'm all for it dude But that's me
0: It's It's one of those things That's really easy To like you know Wax philosophical about You know Thousands (laughs) of miles away from it But really, if it weren't for the fact that there's people out there willing to do that sort of shit, who who knows what the security situation would be like, because... Yeah! I mean... eh.
1: I'm so nervous this episode going up. (laughs) Why? (laughs) You're gonna be like, oh my god, he's a fucking... He's a fucking junkie, torture, -torture, (laughs) pro-torture, fucking racist son of a bitch. (laughs)
0: It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> if people no, just, you know, it, if people carefully pick and choose what podcast they listen to yours, <laughs> then yes. But if they listen to all of them, they're like, oh, no, Jordan's a fucking teddy bear.
1: <laughs> teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, what, dude, I honestly like, yeah, it's like I don't want people to think different of me, but at the same time, it's like, dude, if I... It's hard to say, dude. It's like, if I had to do it all again, I don't know that I would choose a different route because it, for one, it it matured me at a very young age, and, and I, I learned a lot from it. And, you know, I, I know what it's like to be that low, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And so, I try not to take it for granted, like, when you have a roof over your head, and when you've got steady income coming in, and and stuff like that. It's it's not fun the other way, dude. You know, I've been there. It's it's hell, man. So, you know, it's like... I, I mean, yeah, I'd probably do it all differently. But at the same time, it's like... Do I, would I take it all back? No, I don't think I would. I really don't.
0: Well, you know, nothing's really a mistake if you learn from it. And even going through hard things in your life It can You know, it can really shape The per- the future person that you're going to be And really the people to pity Are the people that you see Making the same mistakes over and over and over again You know, because they're, yeah. they're stuck in a loop And they're not learning from it
1: Yeah, it's the, it's the definition of, of insanity Doing yeah. the same thing over and over again Expecting the same results But you know, it's... It, it's it's so hard to say like people don't learn from it cuz i think a lot of people do learn from it it's just a fucking temptation and the overall looming of everything is so powerful man it's it's by far the hardest battle i've ever faced in my life and i would rather i'd rather get you know, like jumped by a fucking gang of people than than go through that again it's you know struggles of the mind are so much harder than struggles of the body and and the thing about that shit is it's both you know what i mean yeah and it's oh so i you know i feel so bad when i see people that are that are there where i was cuz i know exactly what that person's going through and the thing that really sucks about it is unless they really want to change it's not going to happen. And even if they do want to, it still may not happen. You know, because I lived, I lived in an Oxford house, which is, I don't know if you know what that is, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not a halfway house. It's a house that is ran by the people that live in it. And so you don't, like, you govern yourself and you make your own rules and stuff. Four people that I lived with in that house are now dead. I mean, it's not a fucking game. You know what I mean? It's serious shit. Yeah. And it's it's a tough battle that... You know, and it's not... It's not just... It's everyday people that are in that shit. Dude, I was living in there if, with a... Mil- there was a millionaire in that house. You know, it's it's all walks of life that struggle with that stuff. And it. it I think that you see it in poverty in low-income areas so much because... You know, they're like... Instead of doing the work and getting somewhere, like, you could go steal something and spend 20 bucks and get high and feel good and feel fine for a little while, and I think that's so appealing to a lot of those people, and that's so much easier than actually working and getting on your feet, getting a job and doing all that stuff, and it's, it's it's so fucked up, man. It is so fucked up. It's insane how powerful drugs can be it's scary man it's very scary
0: yeah as much as you see the shit get glorified and stuff with it the 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 actual reality of how much harm it can do especially if it's somebody with an addictive personality you know that you can just go jump headfirst into something and before you know it it's like Dude, i've spent how much money you know mm-hmm. i've I've lost what (laughs) you know I mean you can destroy lifelong relationships you can I mean you're really you're playing with ink at that point you know it's gonna it's gonna leave stains you can do the best you can to clean it up but I mean there's still gonna be ghosts of it left behind and you know with something like like substances like that that have such a strong addictive pull You know, I've, I've never, I don't think I've ever taken like a really strong painkiller. Like even like the last outpatient surgery that I had, which was in a sensitive area. And so I expected to get something.
1: No, (laughs) I remember.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, they didn't. They didn't give a shit about my balls.
1: (laughs) I don't, I don't believe in those painkillers, dude. It's. You know, we really... That's why I am so... You know, even though I don't smoke pot anymore, I am so pro-normal, proactive in, in that area because, it, you know, they can use weed for, for pain in a lot of situations where it's not addicting. It's not really bad for your body. It's so much better. It's natural, and but instead... They're giving out Oxycontin and fucking Dilaudid and fucking you know, lower tabs are the lower end, but they're really addictive too and all that stuff and it's and they have so many side effects and they're man made in a way and you know they're you know, Oxycontin all Oxycontin is it's it's synthetic heroin. Oh yeah. It's exactly what it is.
2: Well the amount of death. Like from they choose to
1: fucking Yeah, and they choose and you see the pain pill epidemic out there and it makes me fucking sick. That doctors will fucking happily write scripts of that shit left and right, left and right, but they will not fucking test marijuana to give it its try because of what? I don't even fucking know anymore, dude.
0: The federal government But yet this country
1: will embrace alcohol with open arms like it's the fucking gift of God.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of hypocrisy in that system. The federal government yeah. has made it illegal for for companies to actually, or labs to like test for, um, benefits. So a lot of the research is done on it has been like kind of rogue research. But now they're mm-hmm. they're seeing it. You know, the conservatives will always say that the states are a laboratory for government and for laws to see where it works. And so it's really interesting that you generally see you know the moral majority and the religious vote going on the conservative ticket as well and so now it's kind of funny because it's like you got all these states rights people that are going well we want le- marijuana to be legal and it's then, <laughs> then at the same time it's like oh but they don't want that to be legal but at the same time they can't trample on states rights and so it's kind of funny to see someone put but like we got our attorney general right now Jeff Sessions that It basically has been quoted as saying, good people don't smoke marijuana. It's like, there's nothing wrong wrong with with smoking marijuana. I mean, there are some people out there that you're going to be able to point at their life and say, this person is a fucking loser and they smoke weed. And it's like, you know what? That person would probably be a loser without it.
1: I mean, oh, yeah. there's
0: just going to be people there's you can point to just as many people like like Kevin Smith is a huge advocate. Joe Rogan, huge advocate for marijuana. Oh, yeah. Those people have got fucking insane work ethics. They do fucking several things. They do them well. You, you can't, you know, you can't say that just anybody picking up a joint, it's going to ruin their fucking life. And I don't buy oh. the bullshit that it's a gateway drug either, because uh, alcohol, uh, yeah, alcohol is a fucking gateway drug. And it gets you so much more impaired. It's it's just silly. It's, it's fucking stupid, and I'm really happy to see the positives that have come out of it, with oh. it being legalized in Colorado.
1: And we're on our way, dude. That's not... There's a lot of state... I I I would predict in the next 20 years it will be statewide legal. I mean, unless... It's so hard for me to say, you know, unless we stick with conservative presidents the whole way, but You know, and and the whole thing that sucks is the whole state versus federal thing. You know, this fucking country was always supposed to be about the states. You know, the federal government was never supposed to be this powerful.
0: No, no, the founding fathers couldn't even conceive of the idea of career politicians. They couldn't conceive of the idea that somebody would want to do that.
1: They, They fucking died for the notion of fucking states and... And that shit instead of one ruling government That's, that's ex- a tyranny It's exactly what they fought against
0: Yeah It's, it's fucking sad When you look at the, the influence of big money The influence of greed And corruption um, they, they really need to get some Some law And we, you know what's, what's too bad is that The laws that need written would have to be written by people That are not would be having to write laws Against their own self interest if they want to maintain their seat because it's like, okay, yeah, we're going to get the legislator, legislators to write legislation saying that you know they're only allowed one term, and then they're out. And it's like, good luck with that. Yep. That's, and none of those motherfuckers should get pensions. It's like, once you get out of office, no, you're not getting any more money from the state. You don't need that. You've made it to some of the highest political offices in the land. You're obviously a crafty son of a bitch. So, you know, you can make some fucking nickels when you're out of here. You don't need to keep, you know, getting six figures from the taxpayers every year.
1: And it's always going to be big business because every fucking politic out there that runs for office is backed by big business. And they have to bend to their will to get the money to run. And, And, you know, so it's like it's always everywhere you look, that's what it comes back to.
0: Yeah. And then that, like that, Citizens United ruling—that was a fucking horrible thing. <laughs> the you know that became the rise of fucking super PACs and shit. And I, I will not watch fucking network television during an election cycle or leading up oh, to it. I,
1: I won't. I fucking can't do it. watch the news. Period. I, I just can't. I, I try. I do. I mean, I do. But it's. It's, uh, it's all, it's so fucked up, so, you know, it's like, you gotta try to just get away from that stuff, and live your own life, for what you got, and, and be happy with it, because it's like, dude, the one thing that got me through, and it's, and believe it or not, Joe, it's, it's a prayer, um, and I, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to get into religion on here, but, you know, because I'm not, I, you know, I would consider myself agnostic, I, I don't know what to believe in, I really don't, if anything at all it's 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 i actually struggle with it quite a bit but you know there, there is a prayer that i live by and i don't pray it i just go by the saying and that's the serenity prayer you know it's uh it's it's a good way to live your life you know it's just it's all about you know accepting the things that you can't change and change the things that you change the things that you can and then the wisdom to know the difference between the two. And if you can do that, dude, you yeah, you can lift so much worry off of yourself, and you can be so free. Because you know it's like you get so fucking like, for instance, say so you get so fucking mad about something, but you can't do a goddamn thing about it. Well, then why worry about it? That's you know what cool. I mean? But if you can do something, then do it. If you can't, don't worry about it because it's not gonna. There's nothing you can do there. you're. It's it's almost like resentment, you know, and, they, and, and another good thing, or a good saying that I learned was, you know, resentment is like drinking poison expecting the other person to die. That's true. And, you know, they're great sayings, and I just, I try, every day I try to tell myself that, you know, don't fucking worry about the things that you can't do anything about, Jordan, because it's going to do nothing but hurt you and be bad for you. If you can do something about it, you fucking do it. You don't think about it, you do it. And you got to know the difference between the two. That's a big thing.
0: Yeah, the, the version of that that I always tell myself is I cannot control. I cannot control life, but I can control the way that I react to it.
1: Exactly. Yep.
0: And fuck, it, it's easier said than done. And
1: Oh, it is. <laughs> and
0: really, the, the first step in that, because it's easy to just say that. But then the first step is, okay, now I have to come up with a plan. Because when this thing that affects me negatively pops into my head, I'm going to fall into that old groove of bitching about it in my head. But all bitching about it's going to do is just get me fired up and get me more mad about it. So instead, I got to find a positive angle to try and latch onto this thing. So when it comes into my head, I'm not fucking breathing fire within five minutes, you know?
1: Yeah. And if it's something you're passionate
0: about, dude, it's fucking hard to do.
1: Oh fuck yeah, it is, and I and dude, I, I struggle. See, and that's the thing about me is I can be hypocritical with that too because I struggle so much with just life in general. And what I what I mean by that is like, you know, if there and like I said, don't want to get religious, but there's so much evidence to the contrary that there is no higher power, right? I mean, more than anything, and so it's like, okay, if there's not, then. You know, what the fuck are we here for? You know what the fuck are we doing? Do we have a purpose? Were what, were we just evolution? Were we just a fucking are we a flash in the pan? What the what the fuck are we? You know, what are we doing here? Is there aliens? You know, it's like I just <laughs> no, dude I get so wrapped up in shit, man, and it's like and then I start thinking about like, dude, fucking death's so what I just die and it's over? Like, fuck that shit, man. You know, it's fucked up, dude. I don't want to think about that. But I, I do, dude, like, I will just sit there and just fucking go in circles, dude, and like, oh my god, I need to, what is, what is going on? But then sometimes I'm just like, dude, just chill the fuck out and live, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be fine. But, dude, I, like, the one thing that I want to do more than anything is, I want to go to space, dude, I want to go to space, and I want to know if there's something else out there really bad, I want to know if there's aliens and shit, and call me Looney or whatever the fuck, but, oh my god, I do, like, that is... My dream is aliens visiting this Earth. You know what I mean. Even if they're fucking here to kill us, <laughs> <laughs> like, nice. oh man, that I I just I long for it, dude. I, I want I you know I I know I think honestly I think you're pretty ignorant if you don't believe that there's other life out there somewhere because there's literally billions of galaxies.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, it's. If nothing else, it's insanely arrogant because, you know, there's more there's more stars out there than there are grains of sand on every beach on the planet. Yeah. When they take Hubble and they do deep field observations, all they see are galaxies as far out oh, as, yeah. as Hubble will go. And each one of those galaxies has got billions of stars in it.
1: They could potentially get...
0: have, you know, up to a dozen planets circling it.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but then I get really fucking deep, dude. Like, okay, if there is a god, where the fuck did he come from? Well, you know, what the fuck made him? Or did he come out of nowhere? And if he did come out of nowhere, where, what was nowhere? You know what I mean? And then, like, space. Like, space is never-ending. Like, it, they say it expands nonstop. But, like, if it's expanding and, and it keeps going, what the fuck is outside of that? Like, mm.
0: That's the big like, question. I don't, if space is oh ever expanding, god. what is it expanding into?
1: Yeah and it's like what's outside of that and like like what the fuck dude <laughs>
2: <I'm> like <laughs>
1: seriously man it's like i just sit here and i rack my fucking brain about it and i just i just want to know man i just i just that's all i just want to know you well, know
0: here could be the deep one too is that inside every black hole what if there's another what if there's another universe
1: yeah and, and the dimensions and
0: then in those oh god In those universes, there'd be black holes with their own universes in them, and it's all fractal. It's all fractal, and it all just goes and goes and goes. It's like standing in between two mirrors, and you're looking at yourself, versions of yourself down infinite hallways to your left and your right. It's fucking mind-blowing.
2: And it's like,
1: what is all of this inside, like, okay, if this is the outside, like, there is nothing else outside of space in general, like... Where like I don't it, I don't even know if I can explain it, you know what I mean? It's like where, like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like where? Like what the fuck is outside of this shit? And and if this is it, then where did this come to be? And if the Big Bang did happen, then where? Where like what were we like the like the, the part that the fucking Big Bang took part in? What was that? You know what I mean? Like is there anything outside of that? And then what's outside of that? And it's like, and then put, what the fuck even is this shit? Like, like I don't even know how to explain it. Like, it just, and sometimes, dude, I get fucking sad. I get depressed because it's like, I'm, I'm like, I'm just a speck and nothing.
0: Oh, yeah. Dude, we are teeny tiny in comparison to the planet we're on. The planet that we are on are teeny, is teeny tiny in comparison to, say, Jupiter, the largest planet in our solar system. Jupiter is teeny tiny in comparison to our sun. Our sun is a rather small, average, small to average star, and there's supermassive stars out there that make our sun look teeny tiny. And then that's even smaller in comparison to the mass of, like, say, a supermassive black hole that's large enough to where it slings fucking big stars around in a tight orbit right in the middle of our solar, or right in the middle of our galaxy.
1: In my opinion, we should be putting Fucking trillions of dollars into NASA because you know we are so wrapped up on what happens here and we are like nothing
0: well that and also I mean if you if you want to freak yourself out and not be able to sleep at night get on NASA's website and look for near-earth objects because they track them and you can watch them come in and you can watch them go and you can see how close they were to hitting us
1: oh it's and we could die any day, at any moment.
2: Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> and it's uh, and that's see, that's why I struggle so much with like, is there is there a higher power? Like, because honestly, dude, what are the odds that we have not been wiped out by an asteroid or a solar flare? But then, but then you start to think about like, well, okay, wait a minute, maybe they're not that fucking bad because we're thinking of it on such a small scale. We're thinking of it in years when, in reality. We're talking about like Earth and space. It's like billions of years. So like hundreds of years is like a second when you think about it. Like in that time. Oh yeah, yeah. There, and so then it's like, well, maybe it's not that off, you know, when you think about it on that scale.
0: Well, there's an analogy that um, they they talk about deep time in the time, and they're putting it in the context of like a single calendar year. And so if you're taking the the whole of existence of the, of the Earth, like the four and a half billion years that it's been around. Human beings have been around for like the last minute before the clock strikes midnight. And
1: uh, The doomsday clock? It's
0: not the doomsday clock. It's just saying that we, we've we only been here for just a fraction of a moment in comparison to how old the planet is. You, it's hard, oh, you know, okay. Wrap your mind around how long... Four and a half billion years. <laughs> I mean, to even count to four and a half billion, if you just sat and numbered it all out, it'd probably take you years.
3: <laughs>
0: it, it, it's
1: it's mind-boggling, man. It is, dude. But it's, it's like at the core of me, dude. I just, I can't help but to think about it. And it's like, so the only conclusion, Joe, that I can come to is... We're just not smart enough. We just can't comprehend it. It's on a whole nother level. Like, we're the fucking superheroes in a comic book, and that shit is like celestials.
2: <laughs> you know what
1: I mean? Like, we just can't comprehend that.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, think of it this like, way. If you're an ant on the sidewalk, and somebody walks past you, can you comprehend that giant that just walked past you? Do you even aware of them? And so, if I'm an ant? Yeah. I would think so. <laughs> just it, just a poor way of saying, you know, can we really be aware of things that are so much bigger than us? Right. We truly wrap our minds around and comprehend them. I don't know. But
1: God, dude, the life I, of an
0: ant. <laughs> I trip out a lot, though, on the myriad of ways that everything could go completely awry. Like, you mentioned, like, a solar flare or... The one, the like, the real bad one would be like a, um, uh, 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 uh would it be a super volcano?
1: Like, see, this is like the type of shit that I would talk about on acid. <laughs> and maybe my whole thought about this is from—I mean, I'm not kidding you. I probably—and I didn't mean to interrupt you. I wanted to get back to what you were saying. I just—I, dude, I think I've taken acid probably because there was one summer where I took it every day. Mm. Not lying. Um, I've probably taken it, probably. Three to four hundred times. Damn. So maybe that has something to do with it. (laughs) But anyways, what what were you saying? I
0: was saying, um, like a supermassive volcano, or just not supermassive, a super volcano. That's like basically what Yellowstone is. It's just a massive caldera.
1: Right, it could blow at any minute, right?
0: Uh, In theory it's It's kind of long overdue, like I think they think that that one erupts like every five hundred thousand years, and
1: it's overdue. But and that's the scale I'm talking about right there,
0: yeah, well, now the scary part about it is that it would cover North America in like a few feet of volcanic ash, and so that would pretty much oh. wipe out all the fucking crops and everything. but It'd it would, be dead. oh, yeah, but it would also put enough ash into the atmosphere that we would have a it would basically onset a miniature ice age. And so, I mean, you would see, like, a complete—the same thing would happen if we had a large enough asteroid impact. It would put enough particulate into the atmosphere that it would create, like, a Game of Thrones-style winter, a winter
1: that lasted for years. Do so you think we could even survive if, if it blew?
0: Yeah, some people would. And, and if you study human history, there's periods of time where populations have bottlenecked.
1: So this could happen at any moment, and and people look at Doomsday Preppers like they're fucking crazy. I think they're the smartest motherfuckers out there, <laughs> and I'm about to become one of them
0: if they do it the right way. Otherwise, like the Bill Burr, Bill Burr's got this great joke where he's like, "If I don't know how to fight, I'm just collecting vegetables for the strongest guy on my block." Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's totally fucking true, man. You better have a fucking fortified place. You better, you better have some fucking guns. You better have some if you're weapons stuck- and medicine training.
1: Yeah, if, if you're stocked up and prepared, like, think about it, like, have a bunch of food, and and preservative-filled food, so it can last a long time. You know, canned goods, and, and that sounds terrible, because preservative food's actually terrible for you, but honestly, that'd be the best way to go at that point. Got tons of water, you know, tons of, you know, just a lot of different things, uh, things that run on batteries, and tons of batteries. And, and you you need a lot of cigarettes too, because if you have a lot of cigarettes, you can get those fucking smokers, man. <laughs> and so then you got all kinds of currency to build a team, you know, to build a group of people, so you can cover everything. Like you could have a fighter, you could have the fucking scientist, you know, you could have the guy that knows how to fucking garden, shit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. If we're dude, if, if the world goes under, we do we we got to set a meeting place right now, Joe. Where are we going to meet at dude Like we need a like We need a landmark Because I don't think Google Maps is going to work at that point (laughs) (laughs) So okay let's okay Let's say the day the world goes out I'm going to meet you somewhere In one week no two weeks Because we may have to walk
0: (laughs) Well I know I'm going to have a lot shorter walk than you do Because I've already thought this out and I'll be like, okay. I'm like, I'm gonna go into the driftless zone, and I'm gonna find a nice fucking cave, and that's gonna be home sweet home. <laughs> Limestone
1: but I need to King.
0: know where that is. <laughs> Northeast Iowa.
1: Do you have flare
2: guns?
0: <laughs> well, see, that's that's where it gets dicey because I can't, I don't want to attract other people around by just shooting random flares.
2: Fuck, that's true.
0: See, I gotta stay somewhat
1: hidden fuck we learned that from walking dead yeah god damn it man
0: see maybe and if i can even find a cave that's up a face a little bit so i gotta do like so you gotta do some like like a v3 boulder move and then you can get up into the cave oh uh, <laughs> you're like ah you can't do a double dino bro you can't get into the cave
1: <laughs> fine i'll just fucking have my own fucking deal man because honestly at that point it really is kind of you know free-for-all everyone for themselves
0: yeah yeah, God, but man.
1: I'll put together my group, and you put together your group, and then we'll combine our groups and, and create the fucking new world. Yeah,
0: I think the plan needs to be we both need to get ham radios, right? Yeah, that, yes. That's what we'll do our podcast over after the apocalypse.
1: Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> is that the Apocatcast. is
0: the comics and come, and it be caves and come. <laughs>
1: Oh man, we've gotten to some deep shit so far.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's kind of the way these have been going lately. It's been interesting. It's it's been pretty cool. People have been really willing to talk about some real serious shit, and you know it makes for a good conversation. When you get to know people better.
1: Oh yeah, you
0: get to. Yeah, you do. You really get a, a good bead on somebody when you start to realize some of the struggles that they've gone through in life. In if there's one unifying theme in all of human existence, it's that on one level or another, we all go through the same things. You know, we'll all have things in life that'll hurt. We'll all have things that'll give us joy. And, you know, it's what you take away from those experiences and the lessons you learn from it that'll really shape what kind of person you're going to be. Yeah. The human condition. It can be a fascinating one. You know,. It can be just as equally as is heartbreaking and joyous. And it's strange to be this mix of an emotional creature as well as a logical creature. And to just see, see the way that that balance is in people around you. Cause it seems like if you get somebody that's way too on the logical side, that's where you're going to get maybe like a serial killer that like methodically takes people apart at the joints and like doesn't feel anything from it. Whereas if you get somebody who's way too emotional, then they're just going to be a fucking wreck and they can't make decisions. They can't think about things because they can't understand the world beyond what they're just feeling so intently. And so it's like really, I've thought
1: about, I've thought about killing people. (laughs) (laughs) Like you watch enough forensic files and you can get away with it.
0: Yeah. No, I've, Yeah, I've I've had that happen too. Where it's like you just you're just going through dark time, and you're just like, you know what? I could be set up on a hill so far away, you wouldn't even hear the shot that dropped you, you motherfucker.
1: Yeah, see, I don't really think about when I'm mad. I just kind of think about when I'm sitting there, just kind of bored. (laughs) Just kind of start like, you know, (laughs) contemplating it, like how I could do. And I don't even think about like who I would kill. I just think about some random dude, like. Because that's the thing, dude. Like, if you're going to kill somebody, you've you got to kill somebody random, so there's really no connection to you. You know, so, I mean, if you're talking about killing somebody just for the fact of killing somebody, you, you can't kill somebody where it's going to be emotional, because then you got motive, and then it's going to come back to you, and it's all going to tie into you.
0: Well, why would you want to kill a total stranger? Just to kill something?
2: Yeah. Jesus!
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no 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 i mean i would i would pick someone at random but i mean it wouldn't be it it would still be somebody that would have it coming so like it wouldn't just be totally random i would have like okay you know how i took names for entries for the giveaway it'd kind of be like that like i would have a list of like you know child molesters and shit and then i would just use a random number generator and that would pick it (laughs) for me
0: you're bringing you're bringing an element of technology into the mix this is gonna be an episode of black mirror
1: oh yeah so then yeah so then you go from there and you know just it depends on how you want to kill him too it's like do you want you know do you want the uh you know you want the up close and personal type kind of like uh you know i'm i got power over you type kill or are you gonna go for like the the soft cold kill from a distance You know, because, but, but you always gotta know, like, you gotta have your plan. Like, you gotta know what you're gonna do. And, like, you know, you're usually pretty safe if you can go the round of, like, you know, you need some kind of, like, acid to dissolve them in or something. You gotta get rid of the body. Jesus. Like, you can't, like, like all these dumbasses that kill someone, they go bury them. Why the fuck would you do that? You know, you fucking, you get, you go to a pig farm, and you feed them to the pigs, because they'll eat everything. But you, but you got to go back, you to make sure. You know, and you got, or you got to have your acids. But then you, you got, you cannot just dump that shit anywhere. You got to pick like a river or something that runs off way the fuck away from you.
0: You have put some thought into this.
1: Just a little bit.
0: <laughs> so did you really like that awful Sandra Bullock movie, Murder by Numbers?
1: You know, I uh, have I seen that or not? I think I have seen that.
0: Is it the two Does super the high school a kid kids? Killer? It's the two super smart high school kids. One's yep, is like yep, the super yep, popular kid, it. and the other's like the dorky kid.
1: Isn't um, Casey Affleck, or no, no, not Casey Affleck, uh, Brad Pitt's brother, isn't he in it?
0: Fuck, I couldn't have told you that.
1: I think he's one of the kids.
0: Is Ryan Gosling in it? Is that a really old Ryan Gosling movie, maybe?
1: I don't know. I, don't
0: know. I remember I watched it, and I was like, this is fucking shit. That was back in the family video days when me and my, pre-kids, when me and my wife used to rent movies all the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Renting <Written> movies, man.
0: <laughs> my oh, wife, that was wife so awesome. the dude, best we, for watching we, movies with. She's been surprised by the surprise ending of the movie The Others like three times.
1: Oh, <laughs> she God. She doesn't
0: retain movies. It's great.
1: <laughs> that, that is, dude, that is awesome.
0: I don't know. Wouldn't that be great to be able to go back that and get surprised great, by a surprise man. ending again?
1: <laughs> that really would be great. Jesus, that'd be awesome.
0: Uh, yeah, because I I remember we were watching the DVD and I was like, I was like, we saw this in the theater. She's like, I didn't remember how it ended. <laughs> <laughs> and that happened like again, like a couple of years later.
1: <laughs> wow. That was funny, man. She's
0: like, I just don't spend much time thinking about movies. I watch them when they're on, and then I really don't think about them again. I'm like, that's not too shabby. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, that shit, like, I'll remember something that I saw in a fucking trailer that I never even saw the movie, but I could answer some random trivia question off it, you know, just because I remember seeing a fucking trailer on TV, you know, in 1997. (laughs) I wish I could fucking pick the things that I have a photographic memory for.
1: Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I always wanted a photographic memory.
0: Dude, at that party in Germany, they um they had several musical acts throughout the night, uh, like the big party that was Friday night, but the very last one that went up was a cover band, and they did all these fucking 90s songs, and at one point they did like a, a 90s medley, and they did uh, the first verse for Ice Ice Baby, and I was able to rattle out the whole entire thing along with it, along with the guy. I was so proud of me. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's like i remember being in third grade and like our whole class like doing ice ice baby cappella, because like everybody like ice, knew the ice, words ice. yeah a bunch of can you imagine a bunch of little red-cheeked third graders all sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor doing ice ice baby
1: crisscross applesauce man yeah we
0: can't say indian style anymore and so my kids say. yeah i know applesauce. so stupid <laughs> It's probably not stupid if you're Native American. <laughs> you probably <laughs> appreciate it. But I get what you mean. Dude, dude, okay, okay. So that's right along the same vein as there was all these words that I used to be able to say when I was a kid that, that I can't say anymore. Um, you, you can't say retard anymore. You can't say faggot. And you can't even say midget anymore. Like,
1: a big, a big thing when I was in school was, uh dude, that is so gay.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that'd be like in place of lame. Yeah. But, I mean, like, people will really fucking look down on you now, you know, if you say all those things. But, you know, except for the midgets, they still got to look up at you. <laughs> 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 but I don't know if I agree oh, with that man. one, dude. There's, There's a fucking car called a midget.
1: Yeah, I. So, is it that bad? So, what's the what's the appropriate word then for a midget?
0: A little person, I guess. That that sounds more demeaning to me.
1: Exactly. If I was a midget, I I would rather be called a midget or a dwarf than a little person.
0: Yeah, maybe dwarf's the right nomenclature. I don't. I don't keep up on that shit.
1: I. I, Oh, I don't think it's
0: dwarf. Like (laughs) I, I, I'll be you know like PC to a certain extent just because. I don't want to go through life offending people, but I also don't like having to walk on eggshells. Yeah. Like, um, if I really do am forced to live in a world sometime where I have to like meet somebody and ask them what their pronoun of choice is. Like I I'm all for fucking everybody getting to have a happy shake at life, but come on, don't be so fucking liberal that you're beating me over the head with it. That's just fucking rude.
1: Yeah. And I, I don't know, like, it's so frustrating because you don't you just you don't know what to call people anymore. Like and and I don't care what I call you. I am not being offensive, dude. That's just what I used to call you. Like I don't, dude. Like and and if there's any black people listening to this, I'm serious. I do not know what to call you anymore. I don't know like what to refer to you as because I don't know what is considered offensive this week. And that's not to go for that. That's for every race: white, Mexican, black, everything. You know, and it's just, it's like, God damn it. Why do we all have to be so fucking butthurt all the time? You know, I sound really bad for saying that, but like, seriously, I I agree
0: with you. I mean, if you go through life just looking to be offended,
1: you're going to get, you're going to... What kind of life is that, you
0: know? And one of the things that's always rubbed me the wrong way, and it seems to be something that's only grown, is this idea that you can't be racist against white males. It's like, oh, come on. The fucking racism isn't something that only... And they're like, oh, you know... Yeah, I know. Uh, you, you have all the power. And it's like, I, I I certainly don't feel like I have all this power in my life. <laughs> yeah. You know, but but all, it, it's more to me, it's like, well, let's just come from a place of fairness, okay? If you're going to fucking hate on me or want to talk shit on me just because I have white skin and you think that I have some fucking social advantage up on you, it's like, that's just as shitty as... Is like my fucking neighbor with the Confederate flag hanging outside his house, you know, thinking that black people suck just because they got more pigment in their skin. And it's like, what the fuck, man? That's that's both ideas are ignorant to me.
1: And I don't agree with the taking the Confederate flags down at all. I And it's got nothing to do with race. It's that is like to the people in the South, like that's a way of life for them. And it's not like the whole... It does not mean, like, you know, fuck blacks, dude. That's not what that shit stands for. I mean, it may for some people. But that's a very integral, important part of our history. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know, like, some of those monuments and some of, like, the, you know, like, raising the stars and bars over, like, a state house and stuff. A lot of those things did come up that were, like, in response to um civil rights laws and stuff and so like in those cases it's like i could kind of see those ones being looked at again or maybe even put other comparable statues up somewhere over there but
1: right um what were we supposed to just forget it happened
0: no not at all because that's when the same mistakes of history can be repeated again right that's why it's super you know important I mean? for like you know people in germany that it's i mean it's got to fucking suck that they that like i get back from germany and like the most common question i get is did you go tour a concentration camp and it's like number one no and number two is like if i had the opportunity I don't, there's a million other things in germany i'd rather see before it's like I, i'm aware that the holocaust happened when i was when i was going to school for for graphic design one of the core classes i had to do was like a human relations class and they brought a holocaust survivor in that we like listened to her story and she was a little girl in this camp and she talked about how horrible it was. And it was, I mean, you just, there wasn't a dry eye in that class. Like if you sat and listened to that lady's story and you weren't bawling, like you're a fucking robot. And so I know that that people are, are capable of horrific things and like as horrible as it must be to be, you know, say, say a German. And you just have to face the fact that yes, at one point our country was involved in fucking horrific things at the most awful level you know, being done by the government but they still keep those sites open and in a way it's to so that people don't forget and I and
1: you I, could argue that every country had uh, the, at least some degree of that in their past
0: oh yeah well the Mar- uh, the united states has got all sorts of fucked up shit in the way that we dealt oh. with native americans every treaty we ever wrote with yeah. them was broken and you know it, it's all sort of, i mean history is fraught with human beings doing insanely fucked up evil things to other human beings.
1: But you can't hold that against who we are now.
0: No, because at the same level, there's also people among us that are capable of like the greatest kindnesses, you know, when that's one of the, the good things that will come out of every single horrible natural disaster is that you see the best in humanity afterwards, you know?
1: And that, and, and Wonder Woman, the movie Wonder Woman fits in perfectly with that because Wonder Woman, that's what it's all about, is not holding a whole race to the actions of the few.
0: Yeah, that's true. I finally finished that movie last night. It took me fucking three nights worth of viewing to get through the whole thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's so hard for me. <laughs> like, you've heard me say it a million times. You know, it's hard for me to watch, sit and watch a screen. Like It really fucking is. I don't know what it is. I get halfway through something. I just want to fall asleep. Oh, oh, I got to watch a lot of movies on the flight back though.
2: Oh yeah. You were telling me that. Yeah,
0: dude. I finally fucking watched John wick two. that fucking blew my dick off. What a fucking awesome continuation of that story.
1: Yeah. Those movies are so good. Dude.
0: There was literally two, at least two parts in that movie where I sat up in my plane seat and covered my mouth and went, Oh fuck. (laughs) the fucking pencil kill scene where he took on those two dudes with the fucking pencil. That was awesome. Uh, Like uh, when I think about it, it almost makes me fucking barf a little
1: bit, but I mean, it was talk about taking your standard action movie and turning it into so much more.
0: Yeah. And then I could not believe the way they ended that was like, where the, how, how, what the fuck is he going to do in chapter three? And it's like in, in, like number two, it, it didn't it didn't really have any of the sequelitis shit. It isn't like they tried to recycle some of the same fucking shit. It was like they took what happened in the first one and they just built off of it and gave you more depth into that fucking world of all the assassins and everything, into a little bit more of the politics of it. It's like the fucking story is an onion, dude. It just keeps going.
1: Yeah, and the TV show could either be really fucking good or really bad.
0: I totally forgot they're doing a TV show. What channel is it going to be on? What network is it going to be like a a network like Netflix where they can really go fucking deep? Or
1: if that would be the way to go. It's on ABC.
0: It's going to be fucking gross.
1: Exactly. Any network show, yeah, it'd be bad. Uh, Fuck, I gotta find out.
0: Ooh, speaking of network shows, I still didn't, I didn't pull the bullet, or I didn't bite the bullet and watch Inhumans at all. I I had been really thinking about it, but I have not heard anything good. <laughs> like not even like, I think the best one I might've heard was on the last episode of PCL when Rebecca was saying, watch it and treat it like you're like mystery science theater. And it's like, Oh, okay, maybe I could do that. But
1: what are we talking about?
0: Uh, in humans.
1: Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to talk about that.
0: <laughs> how much money did you drop on that ticket?
1: Um, Thirteen. Oh, well, that's not too bad. No, that's how much an IMAX ticket is. IMAX 3D is sixteen.
0: I've never seen anything in IMAX.
1: Oh, it's great, man. The closest one is really
0: long ways away from me.
1: Yeah, it's IMAX. It's really hard to... <laughs> Once you go IMAX, you never go back. <laughs> it's like I will not watch superhero movies that come out in anything but IMAX now. Man, this I don't. It, I don't. It doesn't have a network yet. Yeah, it it does not have one yet. Okay,
0: so the whole thing's still in development.
1: Yeah, Lionsgate's developing it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, they talk about how it could go to maybe HBO or Stars, or maybe even Netflix or Hulu, but then you know maybe it could end up at CBS. So yeah, it's it's all over the place. It's still in development right now. Hmm. But I, but what I'm reading is it's kind of it, it maybe fits Stars best. Sweet, that'd be good. Which would be good too. Yeah, yeah, as long as you're going with a paid channel. Where they can get dark and gory and deep and shit. Yeah. Cause look at HBO. I mean almost all their shows are good.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm worried about Happy being on sci-fi, but I just watched the trailer for it earlier and it looks fucking pretty good.
1: But yeah, you know Did you read that comic? Oh I no, but I did order it's a four issue series and I did order the deluxe edition. Nice. I think it wasn't that much, dude. It was only like fifteen bucks.
0: Yeah, I I read the trade waiting in the Chicago airport last Tuesday.
1: Is it good? Yes,
0: it was very good. It's it's fucking fast paced. It's it's got some good comedy, a lot of good heart to it, and it is it is a seriously adult book.
1: I uh, yeah, I I've been wanting to check because it comes out here pretty soon, right?
0: Uh, early December, I believe.
1: that and oh, I love nice. Christopher
0: Maloney too. Um, I remember when, when we first got our house and then we got satellite right away. And so then we had a DVR, we just filled that fucker up with, uh, law and order. And so we watched a lot of Christopher Maloney on law and order SVU
1: fucking law and order.
0: Dude. <laughs> hey dude, you want to take a quick watch break? that show all the time? Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. We're back. I don't know about you. But I need to go grab some beers, and I'm fucking glad I did.
1: You need to or you did?
0: No, I did. I was say, I why the to. fuck
1: didn't you already do that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. I'm gonna be right back, Jordan. You vamp.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I was a little tired at the start of the episode and I wanted to be able to bring a certain energy level with you. And so I drank a Rockstar, and so when we were on that break, I'm, like, fucking bouncing off the walls.
1: Oh, I drank a Red uh, Bull.
0: And I'm like, oh, fuck, it's almost 11 o'clock. Hey, I gotta try and combat this with something, and so, yeah, I had two beers left in the fridge, so, down the hatch.
1: It's like when people are on cocaine, and they got a fucking, like, or, no, when they, like, they take, like, a fucking downer, and like, oh, well, you gotta get back up, man, sniff this line. <laughs> so you're, like, going up and down all night.
0: Uh, that shit never worked for me
1: what powders oh you just didn't get good ones then
0: well no i mean i i was around like coke a few times but i honestly had like one of those like this is so ridiculous like i can't believe that it's a true story but like like snort some and like all of a sudden i'm like Rubbing my nose, rubbing my nose, rub my nose, and then sneeze and blow the rest of it off the mirror and people around you freak the fuck
1: out. <laughs> oh, see, that's what you do. Right. like, oh,
0: this isn't for me.
1: Well, if you sneeze it out, then you're doing it wrong. Because if you snore it the right way, then you wouldn't be able to sneeze it out. I don't know,
0: dude. I, I'm fucking, like, I have allergies that bother me like fucking
1: yeah, 12 you, months out of the year. You just had some bad coke, dude. You get some good, God, get fucking talking about dope. <laughs> hey, you're the yeah, one who brought it yeah, up. You some good. I didn't bring up this time. Yeah, you did. Oh, I guess I, was, I did, I didn't I? Ta-
0: I was talking about rock stars and
1: beer. Yeah, I guess I did. Fuck. <laughs> but no, man. Like you, you, <laughs> you snorted some good coke, and you're like fucking. You're God, man. You're ready to do anything. Yeah, that was that was
0: one of those things. I didn't even like being around my friends. When, when they were doing that stuff, I was... Yeah. It always... It always because, like, the big joke I was going through high school is, you know, like, oh, you'd be a fucking crackhead, crackhead joke. And then it's like you're watching fucking people freebase fucking coke off a of foil. And you're like, you're basically smoking crack right now.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: you, you are the thing that we were making fun of. Like I, didn't, like, I didn't even... Yeah. And then you just see, like, the attitude change that would come over when they'd be doing it and be like, fuck, this is... I don't know who you people are that look like who wearing the faces of fucking friends and acquaintances, but I don't want to fucking be around you when you're on this shit.
1: Yeah, dude. There's oh man, some more fucking bullshit stories. There's one time, dude. When <laughs> I just I need to drag you back into the. I, in ta- I was in downtown Kansas City with my with my guy, a dealer, whatever you want to call him, and uh, we were at this fucking black dude's house who smoked a lot of crack, and. So we're in there, and that's when, this is one, those are two things I've never tried, meth or crack. And they're in there, and they're smoking crack. And, like, he kept offering it to me, like, no, I don't want any crack. You know, I just, I just want some fucking never mind. I don't even want to go there. But, so we're <laughs> like, he kept passing it to me, like, no, no, no. All of a sudden, this dude starts looking at my feet. And he's, like, staring at my feet, dude. Just looking at him, look, for, like, 20 minutes, man, just looking at my feet. And I'm like, uh, Hey, dude, can I fucking help you? And he's like, yeah, man, you got some abnormally large feet. And I'm like, yeah? Okay, like, what size you wear? I'm like, 15? He's like, Mmm. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, immediately, dude, I started getting nervous. Because there's because they're, they're huge dudes, and there's another one outside the door. And I'm like, Ugh, what the fuck's going on here? Like, seriously, I started getting, like, nervous as fuck. And he's like, man, you got some, he's like, Do you want to, you want to make some free dope? I'm like, what? He's like, you want to make some free dope? And I'm not going to say what he said next. Because it was fucked up, dude.
0: Oh, come on. Let's hear <clears throat> what he said.
1: No. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't, no. I'm shaking just remembering this part. Jesus Christ, dude. The dude was alluding that I had a giant dick and wanted one wanted, wanted it to give me some fucking free crack. Jeez. When I didn't even smoke crack.
0: What do you want to suck your dick or something?
1: Y- yes.
3: Jesus. And I
1: went right out the fucking door <laughs> and I went off on Chris so that was my dude's name. I went off on him so bad. He's like, Oh, he wouldn't have done anything. I'm like, The dude was fucking clearly asking to suck my fucking cock, dude He's like, Oh no, they wouldn't they wouldn't do anything. I'm like, yes, they fucking would!
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: that... Like, no, he he stared at my feet up. for 20 fucking minutes! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd be pretty uncomfortable in that situation, too.
1: I was nervous as fuck. I didn't know what the fuck... You do. That's the thing about being down there. You don't know what the fuck these people are going to do, man. I mean, it... Oh, man. One time I, fuck, I was in there, and my fucking guy thought that someone stole from him and someone did dude he fucking made the guy that he thought stole from him he fucking made him shoot up a whole almost a whole gram of heroin and the dude fucking just went to the floor just he started puking and shit I don't know what ever happened to that guy
2: Jesus he left
1: but oh my god man yeah and then like and beforehand he's like you know like, what could you be like more like Jordan here he's respectful sits here doesn't do anything doesn't steal anything now I think back, and I'm like, dude, I was, like, getting praised by a fucking dope dealer. Like, Jesus Christ. You know, it's crazy how that shit starts, because it's like, you know, it all started with fucking, you know, pain pills. And, and, and and you know, I was like, I I hung around with, like, the rich kids, you know what I mean? Because my parents had money. And does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, that's who oh, I used to get it from. This other guy who lived, you know, not too far from me in a nice house. He'd get it all the time, and so... You know, it's like you start with them, and then once you start getting so hooked and down it, you start to fucking just go down the ladder of tiers and kinds of people that you're starting to hang around. And it
3: just, like you don't even tragic. know what's
1: happening. Yeah, it... Like, in a way, I'm so ashamed of myself, dude, because that is not who I am. But, like...
2: hmm
0: Yep. Did, did you learn something out of it? I mean, oh, did you come God, out of yeah. it like much more aware of who you are and you know the struggles that you're capable of overcoming? I mean, I couldn't imagine having to get over a monkey like that on your back.
1: It, it's very rare that anyone does. Um, if I remember the statistics, like 20% of people that are really hooked like that, uh, 20% of them die... Uh, and it's like, it's like 60% of them just do it for the rest of their life. There's not a, there's not a large percentage of people that actually get out of it. Um, It's a very alarming number. It's terrifying. When you really start to look at the, the statistics that they've gathered up. And so it's, you know, it's just, it's like fucking, you know, I was a good kid. I played sports all the time. I got good grades. i had, you know, good, I had good parents for the, for the most part, you know what I mean, and lived in a nice house, and, you know, it's just, you know, a lot of counselors when I was in rehab dealing with it told me, you know, that, you know, they will all tell you, tell me that it all started, and that I turned to it because of the divorce and all this stuff I was handling at that point, which, I'm, I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but either way, I mean, it's not an excuse, you know, I mean, it, it did what I did, you know? Yeah. It's like there's people out there that go through that shit that don't turn to that stuff, so. I'm not going to say a, it's.
0: It's a mature way to look at it, dude.
1: Well, that's, you know, that. I'm not trying to blame it on that. I mean, it was, you know, my decision, but. It's a scary, it's a scary world. And it's not, not very fun.
0: Dude, considering that you, you went through that. And you got past it. And so, I mean, you fought some insanely hard battles in terms of overcoming addiction. And then to see you struggle with trying to quit smoking also, I mean, it really shows how fucking addictive that shit is.
1: Oh, you were talking about cigarettes. I haven't quit.
0: Yeah, I know. But I know you were were trying to switch over to vaping for a while, and you were saying it was making you want to fucking murder. (laughs) Yeah, kind
1: of, yeah. No, that fucking, um, I'm, see, I'm gonna make another really, really hard attempt at it again, because right now, what the problem is, is, I, and I don't know why, but the fucking e-cigarette hurts my tooth, dude, my teeth that have problems, oh my god, man, if I sit there and use it for, like, like, if I just take a few puffs, I'm okay, but if I sit there and use it, like, smoke it for a few minutes, I, my, my teeth flare up, dude, bad. And I don't understand why... Now, it does happen when I smoke sometimes, but not... Like, it happens every time when I use the e-cig. Yeah, that's weird. It, yeah, I don't know. Like, some people tell me maybe it's the humidity part of it, the vapor. I I don't know. I have no idea. you but think your mouth
0: is going to be pretty fucking humid on its own, though. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm like, I don't know, man. It doesn't make any sense to me, but but it does, dude, do, because I, I, I don't... I don't want to soak anymore. I'd rather use that thing. You know, but it really does. It really flares it up. And I don't know why.
0: When our, um, so when our flight came back in from, we we went from Frankfurt to Chicago and then Chicago to Des Moines. And so I just still get back from all that flight and then do a two hour drive home. And so I was going down I-80 and I-80 is like, it's got to be the most heavily traveled, you know, freeway in Iowa with all the people just cutting through the state, getting to where they need to go. Right. And then there's lots of semi traffic on it and shit. And I'm fucking white knuckling it and just getting pissed off with people doing. Le- in my mind, you should be doing like a minimum of 10 over if you're riding in the passing lane and you're just refusing to get over. But if you're doing fucking three over the speed limit and you're just hanging out in the passing lane and backing up traffic, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Yep. There are some people that have been on flights. There's there are people that may have woken up on the other side of the fucking world, and they just need to get home. And and I I was not dealing with it well. And I was I'd just look over and I'd see my wife's pack of cigarettes sitting there, and I ignore it for like another half hour, and then I'd see it again. <laughs> And finally, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, give me one of those. I smoked a quarter of it before I threw it out the window.
1: That's funny, but she, dude. So I was so she fucking smokes.
0: buzzed, I was seeing double almost. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have been driving.
1: <laughs> so she she smokes. Oh yeah, yeah. How, dude? How hard is it? Like, is it like? Isn't it dis- like? Isn't it disgusting when you go to kiss her after she's had a cigarette? Uh, or are you used go to go so it?
0: far? Well, it's like you know, I I smoked for a long time myself and
1: oh that's right
0: and so you know it's it's it's
1: i forgot about that
0: it's not awesome and i i I occasionally give her shit about it and be like you know hey it would be nice to be able to grow old with you and not put you in the ground all early because you couldn't fucking quit smoking but (laughs) (laughs) And I've even tried, like, appealing to her vanity. Be like, do you want to get all fucking wrinkly? Do you want to be, like, leather bag lady because you couldn't quit smoking? She's like, I know. Hey,
1: bitch, you're going to die. <laughs> and I'm going to outlive you. That's funny.
0: Yeah. But, you know.
2: Eh.
1: You know, speaking of cars, have I ever told you about the time that I should have died in a car accident? Mm-mm. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, I was on 635 once going to Kansas City. And, yeah, it was when I was with my girlfriend. And I was going up there to... To, to get to get my fix, and the thing is, like, okay, so we had we all shared a car. It was a 2006 Kia Optima. It was a white one. And we all shared, It was her mom's car, but we shared it. So, like, she would go to Johnson County Community College. So I'd drop her off there, my girlfriend, and then I'd drop her mom off at Garmin Headquarters in Olathe, and Then I would have the car for the day. Well, fucking. So I drop him off and I head up to Kansas City to go go do my thing, and. All of a sudden, Emily calls, and she's like, Hey, I'm getting out early. I need you to pick me up in, like, 45 minutes. I'm like, what? like, fuck! So, but I was, you know, you, you want your dope? You want your fucking dope, you know what I mean? And that's going on, so I was like, fuck it, dude. Okay. It was pouring. It was flash flood warnings. So I started going 95 on the highway. I fucking hydroplaned. I don't know what my dog's barking at out there. So I fucking hydroplaned, and did like, oh what would you call it, It It's probably, it was about a 180, so I spin and my passenger side slams into the median of the highway, and then I drift back out, and I'm sitting horizontal in the street, I turn to my left, and I kid you not, this fucking car is barreling down right towards me, and I said, oh shit, next thing, I don't remember getting hit, next thing I remember is, uh, I woke up you know i came to or whatever and the first thing i did was immediately i felt my body like i started feeling my body <laughs> like am i okay so then i fucking climb out the window because it was all shattered my door wouldn't open it was pinned shut and i fucking ran around like a chicken with his head cut off like just feeling myself like am i okay am i okay and so this fucking guy gets out of his car he had hit me he's like man are you okay and he he was he was younger than me and I was 18 or 19, I think I was 18, and he comes and brings me a jacket, and we get in the car, and he had he had Newport cigarettes, and I didn't smoke menthols, but I was like, fuck yeah, give me one of those. And so we sat in there and smoked a cigarette, and so the uh, the, the uh, fire truck shows up, and they're looking at me, and they're like, "You do you need to go to the hospital? I'm like, no, I'm okay. He looks at the car, and he looks back, and he's like, do you need to go to the hospital? I'm like, no. He's like, you need to go to the hospital. And he really did do the fight. Like, how many fingers am I holding up? I thought that was fake.
2: I didn't think that was real. <laughs> but
1: he did. He held up four fingers. I said, you got four. I can see okay? Well, they, ma- they made me go. And uh, so we come back. I didn't really think about the car at the time. Because the first person I called was, you know, 911. But there had already been called, like, four or five calls on it. They said. So I'm like, okay, Um, so the next person I called my girlfriend's mom because it was her car. And she thought I was joking at first. And I was like, nope, I'm not joking. She started fucking bawling. So I called my mom. My mom didn't answer. So, you know, I go to the hospital. And I'm sitting in there. And I start to feel everything. All of a sudden, you know, my body starts to hurt a little bit. And the guy, (laughs) they they knew I had a drug problem at the time. And so the guy was about to uh, give me some Vicodin. And fucking my girlfriend's mom comes running in there. No, he's a drug addict! <laughs> and I was like, you fucking bitch. Oh, I was pissed. <laughs> but that was pretty funny. So anyway, she comes running in. My mom's right behind her. My mom is bawling. They, they fucking, they thought I died. They thought I died. My mom thought I died. Oh. Because, okay, because like, so we go back. Like, I didn't think about it till we got there. So we get to the insurance uh, lot where they took the car. Oh my god. God, dude, I don't know how I survived that thing, Joe. I've, well, the cop actually ended up telling me... They, they think the reason I was okay was because I didn't have a seatbelt on. Because he thinks that the side the side airbag pushed me up into the air while everything was being crushed. That's what he said, anyways. It's like, we go back, and the fucking seat I was sitting on was, like, maybe half a foot wide. There was a huge crack going down the middle of the radio... The steering wheel was off. It was like in the other seat, but oh. everything was crusty. It was the the side door was just pinned into the seat, and everything was so fucked up. But dude, it was so funny, man. I'll never forget. My fucking monster energy drink was perfectly fine, sitting right in the middle, <laughs> right in the middle <laughs> of the cup holder, Didn't and you everything it out, around crack it. it open? Oh yeah, I grabbed it. <laughs> everything was just crushed around it. So, like, I tried finding my cigarettes, but I couldn't find it because everything was so pinned together, you couldn't really get anywhere. And, oh, I don't know. I don't know how, like, honestly, like, I, I probably should have died.
3: And I may have died if I
1: had a seatbelt on. If you, you, know, you think about it, because, cause, yeah, that's what they, they think. I didn't have a seatbelt on. They think that the side of everybody kind of pushed me out of the way. Well, if I had a seatbelt on, it would have kept me strapped there, and I would have been crushed by the door. And everything else, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, the guy told me, the guy told me that hit me. He said he hit his brakes, but he he thinks he was still going probably sixty miles an hour when he hit me.
0: Damn, that's so scary.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't I don't remember getting hit or flying into the ditch. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it's fucked up. That's the wreck moment- I've ever been in
0: i've had moments like i've never had a car wreck that bad but i've had moments where you kind of look back on and you're like dude i was like i was a hair's breadth away from death right there
1: right like if something had
0: gone down just slightly differently
1: yep like just dude. the smallest variable yeah do you remember about.
0: when i was a kid um Well, my mom and dad still own it. They, they have a a cabin that's along the Cedar river outside this little town that I grew up in. And so we'd go out there all the time and I would just entertain myself by just going out and playing in the woods. And so I'd explore the river bottoms and the river would flood, you know, maybe every year. And so the river bottoms were a neat place to explore for a little kid. You could find all sorts of shit. If it was, you know, it would get stuck in the woods. And so I got this idea that I was going to build, well, I'd went to a summer camp that had a zip line. And so I was like, I'm gonna fucking build a zip line out of the cabin.
1: We built yeah. one as a kid too.
0: <laughs>
1: and so I went her nose.
0: Oh God. But yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so yeah, I did this all with, with, with no adult supervision. I went out and I found all these (laughs) boards, like two by sixes that were out in the timber and I drug them all back. And so I found two trees that were more or less just growing up straight without very many cross branches or anything on them. And I just right like at like chest level, I nailed a two by six making like a ladder rung. And then I stood up on top of that one and I nailed another one and I'm using fucking nails, not even screws. And I put this up as high as I could. And so, I mean, it was probably like a good 20 feet up or so. And then on the top board, I found a rope out in the river bottoms. And I tied a knot. And then I took the other end of the rope and I tied it to a a pretty low on a tree. that was probably about 100 feet away or so. And so this was my zipline cord. And then I took another piece of rope and I threw it over it, the big rope. And so I was just going to slide down and holding onto this. Well, I, on the maiden voyage, I made it about three feet down before both of those fucking rope, one of them snapped. And so I fell Shit. all the way down and landed flat on my back and it knocked the wind out of me. And so I'm laying there doing the gasping like a fish out of water. And when I finally come to, I sit up and what was funny is I had found a bunch of old carpet that had that had, um, uh, washed up down there. And so I took all the foam carpet padding and I drug that back. And I had had that, like, stacked up like crash pads at the bu- at the Nice. Base. And so I moved the fucking crash pads aside, and there was a fucking dent in that fucking, like, soft fucking yep. river bottom yep. dirt where, like, the back of my head had hit. And six inches away from that little fucking crater from the back of my head was another two by six with six nails sticking straight up.
1: Oh, Dude, those fucking
0: rusty nails could have gone right in the back of my skull and just oh, fucking, fuck. I'd have just been stuck on the ground there you know like if my parents would have wanted to fucking move my lifeless body they would have put a foot down on that fucking board and then pull my fucking skull off those nails so close
1: oh man
0: <laughs> like like yeah yeah and I, I remember there was a time i was out rock climbing and it was when i first started lead climbing and i took a huge fucking fall it ended up being close to a 30 foot fall and i fell from like the top of a route all the way to the fucking ground but like I pulled my belayer up in the air. He was on the other end of the rope, but I I outweighed him quite a bit by like over a hundred pounds. And so I pulled him up probably about 10 feet in the, or so in the air. And so I just settled on the ground flat on my back. But if I'd had two more feet of slack out, I might've actually like impacted the ground and like broke my back or something. Or died. You fucking never know. (laughs) I mean, that's enough. That's enough
1: space to fall to die. If you land the right way.
0: Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, man. Those, when you sit and think about it after the fact and the, when you've had those close calls, it's fucking scary. It's scary to think how fragile your life really is.
1: Dude, it really is, man. We are so fragile. Oh, we it don't really are. do
0: to shake loose the mortal coil.
1: No. It fucking sucks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, dude, I could be riding my bike down the road and get hit by a car, and I'm like, I'm done. Oh yeah, that's fucked up. You know, I could not evolution like sped up a little bit more and give us some fucking like body armor and some shit or something. You know?
0: Do you think it made our bodies so fucking soft because it made our minds so incredibly dangerous? Yeah. Or if yeah. if if that's just the way it works out. I mean, by saying what I just said, that's.
1: That, that Dude, would I, I know I. Take I some really sort do of intelligent so.
0: design that would be a give and a take, but.
1: I, I really do think so, because if you think about it, like, we have no defense mechanism in our bodies, you know what I mean? Like, we can make a fist and punch, but that's about it, you know, besides yeah. our mind. So then you look at, like, animals that don't have intelligent minds like we do, and, and they've all got shit, like, claws and things and. So, yeah, like, it kind of makes sense if you think about it.
0: Yeah, warm. I mean, except for so sheep, they don't fucking freeze to death.
1: I mean, sheep are kind of fucked either way.
0: Well, the, the, now you're talking about predator and prey animals.
1: Yeah, yeah. And if it weren't for the fact that
0: we have cunning, intelligent minds, we would pretty much be a prey animal. Oh, but
1: we, but if you
0: look, fucked. if you look at the way that our eyes are, we have we have two eyes on the front of our head, which allows for um, stereo vision if you will that um, allows you to judge distance and that's a hallmark of a predator yeah prey animals will have eyes on either sides of their heads so they can get 180 degrees plus of vision
1: dude see and it's like you think about that and see that's another thing that like really makes me struggle with the whole higher power deal like like some there's something at work there Like, like there's gotta be something like, I don't know what the fuck it is, but there's got to be something at work there. Like, what, you were telling me that all that just happens from nothing? I mean, even, even if the something I'm talking about is, like, evolution itself, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I don't fucking know, Joe. I just don't know.
0: <laughs> well, I know there's some sects of uh, religious people that attribute evolution to intelligent design. Well that's uh, evolution is God's plan. It's like okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean,
0: I've heard the, that. L- like you were saying earlier, I'm I'm mostly agnostic. I'm I will be the first to admit if I don't know something. Because I the, you you waste time with bullshit.
1: And no one knows for sure. No Ex- one. Exactly. Not one person out there. They have
0: a book that says Christ Rose. I have a book where fucking Superman has a son. You know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> they're, I, they're,
0: they're all books. Just because one's older. And, and one, that older book, people fucking kill people over ideas based on and shit. It's like... Yeah.
1: And you're talking about a book that supposedly has come through thousands of years. Who's to say that someone with an ulterior motive didn't get a hold of that thing? Or everything got co- so construed over time, like we naturally do as human beings, we construe things. You know, like my my grandpa put it. Oh, my oh, he put it a great way once. He said he's like, now I don't know what to believe. He's like, but think about the Bible this way. So let's see, Jonah and the whale. So they say that a whale came up out of the water and swallowed Jonah whole, and he lived in it for what was it like eight days.
3: Yeah,
1: So so a whale comes up and Swallows him, right? Okay, think about this Think about how long ago that was What if That's just an example He's like, what if a UFO came down Or out of that water And opened up and took him in At the time, they didn't know Any better, it came out of the water And swallowed him, it was big It must be a whale Right? Or something like that Yeah So he's like, just think about it that way. Like, think about the knowledge they had back then, which is almost nothing. You know, so... like.
0: Now we're getting into some ancient alien stuff.
1: Oh, dude. Talk about the pyramids, man. (laughs) You really think man built pyramids? I don't know, Joe. I don't know, man. You really think so? Sure. You think they had the technology to do so?
0: I... I think that there's a lot more to human history than what is currently believed to be true and archeological finds like Gobekli Tepe and stuff. it, It shows that there was levels of sophistication back there that we really can't answer as to how they did these things. If supposedly that was during a time where they didn't have any use of metal tools and whatnot. Right. So, I mean, If anybody's going to stand up and say that they know exactly what happened twelve thousand years ago, it's like yeah, it's fucking guesswork, Uh, dude.
1: It is no idea. That's true, but it's like you think. I mean, yeah, that's true. We don't really know what they had at their disposal, but
0: but I I mean, mean, are you thinking that what like aliens helped build the pyramids or something like that?
1: I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I have no. Fucking I mean, I'm not making fun of saying that. No, I mean I really don't. I, I don't as know, far but as like I know
0: that could have been the case.
1: You know, if I look at it, it exactly, but you know, if I look at it, it logic would would assume that yes, they had help. If we're going by what we know, the tools they had at their disposal, yes, you've got slaves, but you're talking about fucking stones and shit that are tons in weight that not even I don't care how many people you put around that thing they wouldn't be able to lift it okay so you want to talk about like catapults and maybe cranes that they were able to build i, I just don't see you know how with the technology they had that they would be able to get all those stones in that way all the way up there get that shit so you know it's so intricate it's so pre- that those pyramids are so precise you know what i mean yeah the tunnels and and they're so perfect that just
0: those it's, megalithic structures are incredible.
1: You know, and then you got like, I don't know, dude, just, I don't know, man. I just want there to be some fucking aliens, dude. That's all I want.
0: <laughs> did you listen to that that second time that I, er no, that would have been the very first episode. That first episode that, of, the, of Starkcast that I did where I had Wetzel on and we were talking about aliens. And he was basically saying, there's no chance that aliens have actually come here. Like Why? Through, through the through the lens that he understands science and in the, the the technology required for space travel, but that's he's like, him. He goes there. Yeah, I'm just saying that. But no, no, no.
3: I mean,
1: that's that's human beings. Yeah. Well, just to say, they're not way further than us. Yeah. If and, and obviously, if they were to visit here, they would have to be. There's no other way.
0: Well, yeah, and, and that's that totally makes sense. The, yeah, they would have to have some sort of crazy, advanced technology that to be able to travel as fast as you would need. Well, either travel. that
1: or they're smart enough to figure out some kind of way to cut into the time stream or or time, you know, the space time continuum or something.
0: Yeah, I always enjoyed the way that the spaceships traveled in Dune, because they traveled in fold space where they would basically just take, you know points like i a point love bold space
1: dude yeah, yeah
0: a point on this side of the of the universe and a point on this to side. bend the space they're able yes. to just put those two things together and so the ship actually travels without moving
1: yep yeah oh that's awesome yeah that's fucking dope i love that folds. i remember the first time i ever saw that i was so fucking blown away i was like what <laughs> i was like but it's so simple you know you take a piece of paper you draw a fucking line you put a hole in each line what's the quickest way there no it's not a straight line you've been the fucking
2: paper yeah
1: i was like wow i was like dude i was amazed (laughs) it was like i just watched like the fucking coming of jesus dude (laughs) i was like holy shit
0: oh and dude and speaking of of dune if if they ever try and get you to watch the original dune for rewind like wow i can't wait to hear
1: what you think of that oh I've seen it because my it's, grandpa was obsessed so with Dune. He he played so much Dune on PC. It wasn't even funny.
2: Oh, that and, game was and fun I did as did fuck. Too.
1: But, but yeah, and he used to watch... He loved the movie. And he used to watch it all. And I used to watch it with him all the time. But I don't remember a fucking thing about it. See, I didn't
0: like it because Dune was always one of those ones that I was a book snob on. Where like I didn't appreciate the 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 leaps they took away from the book because they seem completely unnecessary.
1: Yeah. It's the hard thing about books. to TV is there's just not enough time. Yeah. You know, so you have to cut out so much or you have to make it a trilogy or something like that.
0: I didn't like how all the Benny Jesuits had shaved heads. I thought that was fucked up.
1: You see, I've never read the book or anything, so I don't know.
0: the, The bad guy, Baron Harkonnen, they did him really well. He was really fucking gross in the books they made him way grosser than he needed to be in the in the show but i mean got the point across, across that he was totally vile
1: you know we uh, i just saw something in science uh, the other day that we actually transported a, a particle i believe and so that was like a breakthrough in the steps to actually transporting something
0: yeah yeah i'd I'd have to ask james about that because he probably he'd probably
1: love to be on an episode with him dude (laughs) he's a cool guy dude. oh my god i would ask him so many questions man
0: (laughs) see i originally met him through rock climbing and i remember i took him and one of his friends out to this place called indian bluffs and indian bluffs is a really wild place for iowa It's a, it's a wildlife management area. So the DNR doesn't want us building any like set trails or anything like that. And so it's like, if you're a local and you know where all these walls are and the bolted routes and stuff are on them, you can go out there and have a good time. But I've seen people unfamiliar with the area just continuously walk past the climbs because (laughs) they just don't see them. If you go down there in the middle of summer, dude, there's stinging nettles that'll go up as high as your armpits. And so, Oh yeah. So if you don't know where you're going, you're fucked. (laughs) You're fucked and you're itchy. (laughs) And so anyway, I took James and Todd out there so that they could get a taste of the place. And I remember, uh, Todd set the rope up and then James was going second. And James got to this hard part on this (laughs) route and he's hanging out and he goes, Oh Jesus Christ. And right away, Todd on belay goes, he's not helping. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's, That's funny cra-
0: Those guys cracked me up all day It was so much fun
1: <laughs> You know and it's like also You know I don't know why I thought about this But like working here at an impound lot It's like I've seen More shit than I've cared to see Because we get Just like the other day dude We get a car where, And this has happened multiple times Where someone commits suicide in it Oh and it's a sad sight, dude.
0: God, that'd be so hard.
1: Oh, one time I had to. Uh, there was these. Uh, there, I'm, the, I'm, they were these uh, Asian parents, and they came out here. And I'm not even gonna laugh about that because it's a serious shit. Their their uh, daughter had committed suicide in the car, and they did not want to. They had some important paperwork in there, but they did not want to go out there. And usually my boss won't let us go out there in the car because he doesn't want us getting that shit on us or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, I volunteered to do it anyways, and I did it. And so we go out there, and the door was jammed, so I had to climb in through the window. Dude, let me tell you, man, the police in the corner and shit, they really do not clean those cars. Like, and, and I don't know, like, have you seen what happens to a large amount of blood when it sits for a while? Um, yeah,
0: I. but never, you know, more as, like, a result of, like, say, cleaning deer and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah it, it turns into gel. Yeah. Like, a hard gel. And so, like, I'm going, I had to climb, and I climbed through the window, and I did it because they did not want to see it, you know what I mean? But they needed the stuff in there. And it was also some stuff that pertained to her that they wanted. And, like... Oh my god, man. There was like I don't know if it was brain, but there was parts of I'm sure it was brain cuz she, you know, put a gun in her mouth and shot it. But there was like fucking guts and shit on the roof, on the floor. It it's a sad sight, man. And like just being in a place, a confined place where someone just killed themselves is oh it's uh it's it's unsettling, dude. Kind it really pleasure. is. It really, and I didn't realize it, that it was going to be like that. But like, I get in there and I'm just like, "Damn, dude!" You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this place is cold. Like, you can, you can definitely feel that something terrible has happened in here. And I don't know if it, if it's not that you feel something, but it's probably more or less just your mind and everything that's going on, but. Yeah, I've seen it numerous times. And then you get the fucking <laughs> drug smugglers that get their cars impounded and sometimes the police miss stuff. Dude, you would be amazed at what police miss. It's insane. It's like some cops don't even try. Mm-hmm. We had a fucking handgun right on the seat once. What? Right on the seat. Yeah, we gotta call them out here to come get it. Yeah, that. and then I've told this story on the Supercast once, but there was a uh, we impounded a car. It was like my second, first or second year here, and we the driver noticed that there was some PVC pipes sticking out a little bit, and so he looks under there, and there's like a network of PVC pipes underneath the car. I don't know if you remember me telling this, but there is a fucking string, and he pulled on the string, and it was just continuous bags of crack. <laughs> just pulled it forever, man. There was like a couple pounds at least.
2: That's fucking crazy. It, it
1: was crazy. It's like some of the shit they come up with, dude. It's fucking genius. <laughs>
0: God, That's got to be nerve wracking as hell to try and get that through a checkpoint. Oh, I know. Knowing that you're sitting on a lot of time in prison.
1: If oh, yeah. Caught. Like, fuck
0: that. Uh
1: and the thing about it is he probably thought he was scotch-free at first because it was going to the impound lot. They didn't find it. But the goddamn driver fucking found it. You know what I mean? And it's funny, man. But I I guarantee you, like, if it, our mechanic was out there and saw it, this was the kind of driver that if no one saw him find it, it would have never made it back anywhere. He would have <laughs> took it all. Because that motherfucker got arrested later on for, uh, hooking up to tr- uh, coin machines at, uh, with our tow trucks, at a car washes and pulling them off.
2: No fucking way.
1: Dead serious, dude. He would hook onto them and just rip them off, dude, and take all the money out of them.
3: That's I fucking mean, he nuts. He,
1: he, yeah, he would rip it off, but he wasn't ever straight. Because when we saw the camera footage, he tried. We only saw it from one, but they claimed that he did it at six different ones. Because you know, cops came in here and. And uh, wanted our camera footage to see if he ever brought it back here or anything. And uh, so they show it to us. Well, they show it to my boss. My boss let me watch it. And he fucking hooks onto it, pulls it off, gets out, goes up to it, tries to lift it. Can't fucking lift it. Like, why would you think you could lift that? You know what I mean? (laughs) So then he (laughs) he fucking takes the truck and hooks it on some more. And then wraps some chains around it. And he drives. (laughs) I don't know how he pulled this off with a tow truck. He fucking takes off towards the because it's like a stone building, and then he turns right real quick, and so the fucking (laughs) big machine just tumbles into the wall, just smashes, dude,
2: and change and shit just goes
1: everywhere. (laughs) Yes, no, a stone wall. It was stone.
2: Oh my
0: god,
1: dude! But like the he turned so sharp that the fucking truck went up on two wheels. Oh my gosh! Like that's how sharp he turned. He he did it. And it slammed into the wall, and yeah, and they claimed he did that at six different car washes. Like, how do you do that without someone seeing that shit?
0: No shit, right? Well, oh, why man. would you even assume that you're not on camera?
1: Because they're fucking idiots, dude. That's how that is they are true. I mean, stupid. if if
0: you're dumb enough to do that in the first place, you're not thinking he, around corners,
1: dude. His fucking wife came in one time, and she's this huge black lady,
2: huge,
1: and we had an old dispatcher in her named Kenny. She comes in here. With a used condom. Throws it. Almost hit me in the face with it. Ugh. Goes on the ground. And she goes, you're fucking my husband. Talking to the other dispatcher. The, the guy. You fuck, you fucking faggots. You're fucking. Just going off, dude. Like It was so insane. And then I lived in an apartment once. They tried to rob my fucking apartment, dude. Mm. Dead serious. Because my upstairs neighbors. Come to find out they were actually meth dealers. <laughs> But it, oh it was it was, a, it was weird though, because it, it was a nice neighborhood. Like, like the way I had it was it was a house, and the the landlord had split the house into two, and so my apartment was the downstairs basement in the back, or the front yard, and then she had the upstairs and the backyard. And the way I, I'll tell you how I found out they were meth dealers. Anyways, they uh, they have a Actually, it was t- technically tried to rob the upstairs, so they obviously knew them somehow. So. Because they they had cameras up there. Now I know why, because they were meth dealers. But she she had me watch it because she w- thought it was Todd. His name was Todd, and she knew I worked with him. And so she says, is this who this is? A fucking guy comes up in a gorilla mask, banging on the door, trying to open it. At first he comes up and then, at fir- okay, so at first he comes up, takes the mask off, rings the doorbell, hollers their name, and then he puts it on. And then tries to open the door, but he never could get the door open, so then he leaves. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's Todd. That's him, alright.
0: <laughs> fucking idiot.
1: Yeah, fucking idiot, dude. So the way I found out there were meth dealers once was one time... So, like, dude, my upstairs neighbors, all of a sudden, they were getting, like, these fucking John Deere tractors and shit. All of a sudden, like... And he had them in the backyard. Like, lawn mowers, and then, like, golf cart looking things. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so... These fucking detectives show up once, and they, they make me come out. And I'm like, well, I got nothing to do with this. You know, I'm on the downstairs part. You still got to come out. Well, I found out later I didn't have to because I had nothing to do with it. But, you know, the fucking assholes they are. Yeah. And she tried to fucking get me to go into, because they wouldn't let her back in the house. She tried to get me to go into my apartment, go up into their apartment, go get their guns, and then put them in the laundry room because the laundry room was independent. It was both of ours. <laughs> that way, let's get you fucking- involved in a felony. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Or that way, she could like say it could be mine. You know what I mean? And so they're like, they wanted to search my apartment. I had a bunch of weeds so I wasn't letting them. And so they're like, well, you know, we need to search it. And I asked them once. I said, well, what? What do you think you're going to find a fucking lawnmower down there? I mean, what do you think I just rode the lawnmower down to the bottom? And they're like, no, we need-, we need to look for some keys and stuff. And I just denied and denied and denied. Oh, they threatened me, dude. They were dicks. Yeah. They're all talking about how they, like, cause they knew it worked in Air State. They asked me where it worked. They were like, we're going to shut your fucking work down. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, well, how would you like your car to get impounded by a criminal? I'm like, you're calling me a criminal? they are like, well, he, that's exactly what he said. He he goes, well, it, and then didn't say anything. Yeah, fuck My mom, that. my mom wanted to fucking like go after him. <laughs> but I was like, no, that's cause my told her, she couldn't believe it. I'm like, and it's not fucking worth it, man. Because then you fuck with them and then they can really fuck with you. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is your mom part. always
0: fiercely on your side like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my mom's like that, too. It's fucking awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love my mom to death. Oh, dude, I'd be nowhere with her, dude. She has helped me so much. It's uh, it, it. It's just, it's your mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's your fucking mom, dude well
0: dude i had my my first car that i got was a 83 mustang and when that car um i that the downfall of that car was i was um it got hit by a semi when i was at a red light and and he was making a right turn on red from the left lane and when i pulled up (laughs) he didn't have a fucking signal on or anything and so i'm in the fucking right lane he's in the left lane and all of a sudden he just starts going and i turned to my buddy matt fuck Yeah, I turned to my buddy Matt. I'm like, this fucker's running the fucking light. And then all of a sudden he fucking turns. And I'm like, oh, God. And I go fucking put it in reverse and just hammer on it. Well, I got this fucking, I had the back end. I had uh, air shocks on it so I could jack up the back end. And um, the tires fucking just spun. And it was like traction, So it left these dual fucking burnout marks, you know, going the opposite way that they should be going at a stoplight. And uh, I didn't get out of the way in time and there was cars behind me too. So maybe it's a good idea that I didn't just fucking rear end, <laughs> or, you know, rear end my car into the front of the car behind me. Right. But um. But yeah, so he, it like basically started at the driver's door and like dented that all in and, and shattered the side view mirror off and then just crunched in the front of my car all the way up to the front bumper. Oh. So that the Mustang was totaled. It was $1,700 worth of damage on a, a car that was maybe worth fucking 2000 or something like that. You know, according to blue book value.
1: Yeah. Fuck
3: that.
0: Yeah. And so it was totaled out and I was fucking bummed, but you know, I was thinking, well, I'm in the clear. This guy hit me. I was pretty much standing still. And so, you know, I'm, you know, I'm bummed out that my car is fucked up and I'm like, all right, you know, this this will be a come out. Okay. You know, this guy's working for a company. I'm sure they got the insurance. This is going to get taken care of. And so just as like a matter of course, uh, right before we're done, you know, because we pulled off to the side and waited for cops to show up and then we've exchanged insurance information and all that shit. And so I just wanted to have that feather in my cap walking away. And so I said to the cop, I was like, so if you had, because he was saying he was going to do it as a no fault accident. And I was kind of like, what the fuck? And I was like, well, if you had to assign blame, who would it be? And he goes, it would be you. What? Yeah. And so all of a sudden I just felt like I had fucking ice water poured down my back. And I was just like, me? How? I said, I was sitting still. And he goes, Well, I don't know that. For all I know, you were trying to run the stoplight and you ran into him. And I went, What?
1: And there like, are not Witnesses that could well, say that he fucking turned right from a left lane?
0: Well, and I said, I said, I said, Well, my friend Matt was with me. I said, He could verify. And he goes, He's a biased witness. That's your friend. What am I supposed to believe he's going to say? And, oh, my God. And, yeah. And so this is a, a cop that's like, He's looking at like a truck driver who's in his fifties, you know, that's wearing like the fucking trucker hat in the little fucking button up shirt with the sleeves neatly cut off on the sides. He's got fucking the Wranglers with the round fucking, you know, yeah. fucking skull tin fucking wear. Versus a
1: kid, right?
0: Yeah. Versus a fucking dude. Who's like fucking 19 or 20. I got a fucking pierced eyebrow. I've got a big fucking goatee. I'm wearing baggy fucking jeans. I'm wearing like a fucking skateboarding company shirt I'm driving a fucking sports car. And so like in this Fucked. cop, this cop wanted nothing to do with it. And I, and I just kept, and I was just like, I couldn't believe what he was telling me. And so I, and I even said that I was like, I I just can't believe that you would think this is my fault. And this fucking cop goes, well, if you'd like, I can reverse my decision and I can write you a ticket for causing an accident and for interfering with official acts by arguing with me about this, he goes, would that make this seem more real to you?
1: Uh, there's no such thing.
0: And so I was just like, Oh my God. And so I just fucking got in my car. Cause I barely drive and I made it over to where we were going to, to Matt's brother's place. And I remember telling my mom about it afterwards and she fucking blew her top that that's how I was treated. And so she fucking gets on the phone and calls the Cedar Rapids police department demands to speak with like the you know the, like the day shift fucking guy who was like in charge and this guy's like well you know I'll, i still remember his name i won't say it so i'll just call him officer fuckface well you know officer fuckface seems is a, appropriate yeah officer fuckface is a, a really big guy maybe your son was intimidated my mom started laughing She's like, my son is not intimidated by police. (laughs) She's like, you don't, you don't know what you're talking about. Cause like I grew up being like a skateboarder kid in a small town. Like I got fucking harassed by police all the time. And so I, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't something new for me to have a fucking cop giving me shit. And so I wouldn't, you know, cow down, but
1: that's fucked up.
0: But yeah, I mean, and so then when, when she explained everything that this, like she basically just repeated word for word what I had told her, and yeah, suppose the guy was like, Okay, he should not have been saying those things. You know, he had he had no you know, like he he couldn't have written those fucking charges out for him. He, you know, he shouldn't have yeah, been. Yeah, what are you gonna charge with? You're
1: things. gonna charge me with arguing?
0: Yeah. And so but yeah, apparently the guy got reprimanded. And I remember seeing him years later. I was working in a uh, uh a grocery store and he came in there and like oh, I just remembered his face right away big oh he's a big tall fucking black dude that was like super fat what, what and were he had you, a were voice you, that sounded like steve urkel
1: were you a cashier
0: yeah i, I did almost everything in that store
2: I, I oh don't my remember. god
1: dude i, I wish i could have rang him up dude like <laughs> you, know, you know you know ask him how much he would be like oh, how much do I owe, you know 80 some dollars you like all right <laughs> so, like, well i can reverse the decision for you and i can make it like <laughs> Or hundred if you want, if you'd like. Would that make this more real, sir?
0: (laughs) That'd have been awesome, right? (laughs) That
1: would have been great.
0: Yeah. Fuck
1: that guy though. (laughs) Yeah.
2: No, seriously, fuck that guy.
0: I've always but you know, having the experience I did like growing up in a small town getting harassed by cops for stupid shit. You know, like I like I remember my parents at one time were afraid that I was like a serious anarchist. (laughs) Because I would draw the <laughs> symbol on everything and <laughs> shit. It's like, it's like, no, I believe in order. I just don't believe in fucking assholes. You know,
2: Isn't that so
1: funny? Like when you think about like your younger self versus oh, yeah. today. It's like oh, I was such a fucking dipshit idiot. Oh my man.
0: god, dude!
1: Everything my fucking mom told me when I was younger came true. <laughs> everything, dude. Dude,
0: I had a super loud, fucking bass thumping fucking stereo system in that Mustang. And it was a hatchback, so it sounded fucking good. <laughs> it rattle fucking windows and shit. And now it's like, when I think about that, like I like that is classic "look at me" behavior, you know. And it's like, oh, oh I'm, yeah, I'm so I'm the complete opposite of that now. It's like I don't want to do anything that might negatively intrude on somebody else's personal bubble right like i worry about that when i'm out in the garage climbing sometimes I'm like do i have my radio too loud i don't want to annoy my neighbors
1: <laughs> oh fuck that shit
0: i that's just who i am dude
1: <laughs> yeah it's
0: i i cling to this belief that if i go through fucking life trying to have a minimal impact maybe that's going to create some sort of karma and it'll come back around in a good way
3: yeah
1: yeah, I you know, I, I believe in karma to an extent.
0: Yeah. I've still got a you lot know, of, I, of stupid decisions to pay for when I was younger, though. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, me too, man.
0: That, that terror system was loud.
1: <laughs> in fact, you listeners have probably heard most of my stupid decisions at this point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to get an official su- cease and desist letter from the fucking government. <laughs> You're like, uh, you're not allowed to talk about the post office anymore.
1: I can talk about where the fuck I want, however the fuck I want. America. This is America, bitch. <laughs> I got rights. <laughs> freedom of speech. Oh, that was great uh, that you had sir, a mail
0: worker right into you.
1: <laughs> threatening government officials doesn't fall under freedom of speech.
0: <laughs> Probably not.
1: Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You guys had a mail worker write into you, right?
2: <laughs> you, you left a review. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, it was great, man. Oh, I can't that's remember. Fun. I gotta pull it up. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was one of the best reviews we've ever had. At the supercast. Um, <laughs> and, and you know that's that's the that's that's a class act guy. You know what I mean? It doesn't take that shit personal. He can roll with the jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah. He doesn't get all fucking butt hurt. Uh, Yeah, I gotta gotta pull this up. Where's it at? Here it is. One of the five star review. One of the best podcasts out there. I'm a mailman from West Virginia. And even though my life is threatened every week, I still can't wait for new episodes to drop. (laughs) Keep up the good work, guys. (laughs) That was a great
3: review. (sighs)
0: okay if any of my listeners have don't listen to the supercast go check it out and get jordan's thoughts on when the postal workers fuck up packages
1: (laughs) oh fuck them up they do let me tell (laughs) you let me tell you in fact one point you know it was funny because i was actually going to reference this earlier we were talking about fucking holocaust and and you know uh you know respecting people's race and the past and shit and i was like fuck dude i I joked on time on the supercast and said we should fucking gather up all the postal workers fucking gas them like the holocaust.
0: Were you on Shooty's podcast when you said that? I remember Shooty having a reaction to that for some reason.
1: No, I no, it was on my... Or maybe I was... I don't remember. Oh I, I don't remember, man. <laughs> I don't remember. But it is hard to think, think of, beautiful. like, god damn, we're about to do our 50th episode. Like, that's... it's It's gone by quick. Yeah, like really fast. It, it's hard, really. It's like it's hard to imagine. Like, damn, dude, and like, and like, you don't, you know me. I've never missed an episode a week, and you know, I've I've always done it every single week. It, well, did I miss a week once when I had to go when I went to the hospital? No, have, no, no, no. Because we did I, it that I Monday. I think you guys
0: usually make them up, though.
1: Cause, yeah, because we did it that Monday, so... Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever missed a week. So it's like, damn, dude, I've been doing a fucking, you know, three to four hour episode once a week for, you know, 50 weeks now or longer. Because <laughs> we've had a few two-parters in there. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. It's weird to think about. It's like, god damn, dude, it's like we'll be at 100 pretty soon.
0: Yeah, right?
1: If you think about it on that scale... Well, I, I'm I'm just really surprised. That this is the 20th Starcast episode. I
2: know, I know. It's like, it's man, I remember. Crazy.
1: Like, I was just like it was yesterday, dude. Like we were, you know, you're talking to me about it, and I was telling you how to use Audacity and all that shit, and and it's really cool, like how the helping hand happens. You know, like like Brian from Pop Culture Leftovers, you know, really helped me in getting the Supercast started. And then fucking like I help you get start cast started, and then you help Paul get fucking animated back cast started, and, and and you know and then like like a few times people have come to me like Paul Paul came to me once he's like dude you're you're a great showrunner man Do you have any tips and it's like holy shit dude I'm being asked tips about how to be a good showrunner like wow <laughs> <laughs> that's weird <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean yeah like that's strange. But, uh, but no, I, I do, you know, talk about the Supercast, I do feel like, you know, we've come a long way, because it's like, I go and listen to, like, episode one and two, and I'm just like, oh my god, oh my Jesus Christ, like, I sound so monotone, I have, like, no excitement in my voice, I'm so, like, out of fucking sync and everything, and it just sounds awful. (laughs) <laughs> it just sounds fucking terrible, dude. It makes me want to take it down. <laughs> but I won't, ever. But.
2: Yeah, no, I know. I, it's I know, like,
1: because I, I don't want somebody like, like oh, this podcast seems cool, let's go listen to episode one. No, no, please don't.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't please don't. don't. Go back to one nostalgically after you like the podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, start at like episode 30. 30, maybe like 35. Yeah. But, no, I, was, I mean it's it's was, the same for all podcasts out there.
0: Yeah, I was happy with my episode one, but 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 like really, James did like probably ninety percent of the talking on that episode.
1: <laughs> I just more
0: sat back and listened to him fucking talk science, and I was like,
1: wow. <laughs> well, that's the you know it's a really cool thing about podcasting too. It's just how many friends that you make and the coolest people do like Joe. Like I never would have imagined, and this is nothing on Joe's age, but like I never would have guessed in my life that I'd be like really close friends with you know a guy in his upper forties that has really similar taste as I do, you know what I mean, yeah, and Joe's like, you know I talk to Joe every day, and you know I consider him a really good friend, and you know it's like you've met so many cool people like like you, like you know we 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 text every day, yeah. And we talk all the time and, you know, I consider you a really good friend. And then James Hop, you know, he's, you know, what, what brought us together is we're both hardcore Vikings fans. So we'll be brothers for life with that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I, you know, I talk to him all the time now. And then fucking, like, you know, Eric Wade's basically become the fourth member of the Supercast. <laughs> and, I uh, love but, you know, I, I I do, too. I And that's why I like to have him on all the time because I... You know, I'll never forget, dude, and this is nothing against any other guest out there, but when we had Eric on, like, it was David's idea, like, David knew him. Yeah, because it was just me and David that night, Joe wasn't podcasting, I was like, hey, you got, you know, I'm always the one that brings guests on, you know, do you have someone in mind that you want? He's like, yeah, let's get Eric Wade, you know, he had never done a podcast before, as was his first one. And I'm, like, sitting here, like, listening to him, like, this is his first podcast? Like, this dude sounds like a pro. <laughs> like, he is just, like... You know, referencing actors and you know how well they did here and there, and I'm like, you know, this is is good shit. And so I really value his opinion, and I like I like the way he talks, and you know, and, and I have fun with them. And that's the thing about podcasts; like, you can get people that sound good, and you know, all you want that'll help for sure. But the most important thing is is definitely having fun and having a good rapport with the other person. You know, and it's like. Because if you're not really friends and you don't talk a lot, then you know your podcast, are, it, it, it's going to mirror that. You know you're not going to sound like you know like I've had many people tell me that the supercast just sounds like a bunch of friends sitting in a room talking. You yeah. know, and it's it's not going to sound that way if you know you're you got a guy on there that you don't really talk to a whole lot and you know what I mean.
0: No, I totally know what you mean.
1: So I mean that's why I think me and you get along so well on the comic cast. Excuse me. Because what is it? uh, I bob and you (laughs) weave.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: (laughs) You make a cum joke and I egg you on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there there we go.
0: Yep. That's funny.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, we've, we've just been introduced to such an amazing community with like the leftover army and and all these different podcasts that have sprung up and then just in doing them having the opportunity to have these long conversations and really get to know each other and like i'm so thankful that that i started this podcast and i've been able to have you know hours long conversations with so many people and there's so many guests that like you know i've i've made you know, like talk to people like on the army page and stuff saying, you know, Hey, I, I totally want to get you on. And every single person I've said that to, like I've, I haven't forgotten any of them and it's more just, I need to get the time to schedule them in. And then there's still right. guests that I had on in the past. So many of those that I want to get on again. Right. You know, and. Uh, well,
1: that's it, when you start doing the group episodes.
0: Yeah. I'm really looking forward to doing those at some point too.
1: I better be on the first one, motherfucker. <laughs> well, we were supposed to do one a long time ago. I, I, it fell
0: through. It, it was probably a scheduling thing. But if
1: uh, I remember right, it was my idea.
0: <laughs> that's right, and that's a good idea, especially. And I think when we do the group ones, it'd be good to maybe even have like a topic, or at least yeah. like several topics that can be discussed, or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. It, it'll no matter what the show's going to be free form because. You know, it's if you're gonna make me be a showrunner on something, it's really hard to make me stick to a fucking script. I, I just like to see where shit's gonna go, just in the natural no, that's course what, of conversation. Yeah, that's,
1: what, that's what makes the you know Starcast so different and so outside of other podcasts is there's no agenda. You know, it's just fucking hit the record button, just see where this shit fucking goes, man.
0: Because <laughs> the very first episode, like it was going to be on the agenda that we were going to talk about space the whole time, and we talked about space for maybe a quarter of that episode. And so it's like even from the very start We could not
1: keep with, the shit on top of it. What, this episode?
0: No, my very first episode of StartCast with Oh, the, with, oh, oh, oh With Wetzel
1: Yeah, I don't think it's any surprise that ours was initially comics Yeah, right I'll never <laughs> forget that Like we have never really talked about it before We were so pumped to talk about comics together <laughs> It You're derailed so right away
0: And we started talking about Suicide Squad and BVS If I remember correctly
1: Yep, yep <laughs> Yeah, we and um, yeah, we want to talk about comics so bad. Now it's like sometimes we don't even want to do the Comic Cast fucking podcast now because we've talked about <laughs> it so much. <laughs> uh,
0: we just need to find our groove with it. Just find out what Dude, works. It,
1: the hard thing about doing a comic podcast, so, is it's like it's really hard to get excited about a title like days after you've read it, like. It's really an in the moment thing, like like you get done with the great comments, like, Oh my god, I wanna talk about this thing. You know, that was fucking great, but then it's like you put it down and like two days later it's like, Yeah. Yeah, it was cool, but like that excitement's gone, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, <laughs> kinda know what you mean.
1: Well, like it's not gone, but it's just not at that level anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe- so it's like Fuck maybe- this, dude, let's just start let's <laughs> like sit down and fucking read some, ten fucking comics and then do the podcast immediately. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, also, we had a real audacious plan with that to start with. That's like we're gonna seriously talk about every book on your poll list. <laughs> it's
1: like wow. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> we'll find our group I learned group. about that real Dude, quick.
0: The, these last episodes that we've done hooking up with animated backcast, the and just like really deep diving on just like a few issues. I, th- I think those have been really good too.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean we we've we've already been talking about taking the the podcasts more that way. Yeah, because it's like every time I'm like, okay, I'm just you know I'm just gonna mention these, you know, and then it talks about like, and then you get into like fucking talking about each one for like five minutes or ten minutes each, <laughs> and you're talking like fifty comics. Yeah. <laughs> So this it's is just like, bad. I just get to the point where like, I'm just fucking sick of these comics, you get these away from me, man, fuck this bullshit. <laughs> so yeah, we're just, that's definitely the, the thing to do is just pick some of the really good ones and just dive into those and those alone. Maybe throw some honorable mentions in there. <laughs> hells these yeah. are so many dude yeah there's so many good ones
0: yeah i know it is hard to pare them down because we even tried to do that it, on, it on is. the lost episode we're like no we gotta talk this one we gotta talk this one we gotta talk this one and then before you know it, it's like fuck we have 50 fucking books in the pile again
1: yeah because there, there is there's so many good ones dude and it's it's images fault fuckers <laughs> dude but now great content
0: um so Image Comics has finally overtaken. So I got this uh I think it's CLZ Comics is the app I use to to keep track of my collection. And right. I can, I can break it down by publisher and I now own I now have more Image than anything else. Nice.
1: <laughs> it's not surprising.
0: No. No, it's not at all. Um I still got quite a few DC and I still got quite a few DC on my pull list. Mostly
1: DC's because... got a lot uh, a lot of new titles coming out. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They they like they haven't been having that many new ones out since Rebirth, you know. At least not on the level of like Image or Marvel. How you know how they put out oh, new yeah. ones all the time, but they do. They've they've got some new shit coming up. They got that new line coming up, uh, oh, the Beatles. Age of Heroes.
0: Oh yeah, Age of Heroes. Yep.
1: And it's uh, yeah, like the Immortal Men and the Silencer, and so I, I I'm hoping a lot of those are really going to stick. I really do. At the same time, I hope a couple of them kind of fail, so I can drop them.
2: <laughs>
1: that we I don't I don't have that many. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I really am. I'm about to drop about 15 titles because it's just it it's it's just ever expanding, dude. It's like the fucking universe, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a handful of mine that are mini series too. So I'm like, all right, just gotta ride these mini series out, and then the pool is gonna get a little smaller. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but, but be, it doesn't yeah. happen
0: It'd be fucking sad to see Because one issue with is bear fighter left to go And then that one's going to be done
1: That one's going to be sad to see Savage go Things up. only has one left
0: Yep, I just picked up the last issue of it today
1: Yep, Yeah, it come, yeah it just came out And i got others on there that are miniseries
0: Hard Place Secret is going to be a miniseries, started. right?
1: Uh, no I'm pretty sure Hard Places is an
2: ongoing Oh, okay, cool Oh, well, that'll be neat.
1: I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I think it's ongoing. That first issue was really good.
0: Yeah. Wildstorm's only going to go for 24 issues, but I'm sure that'll spin off into other
1: titles. Yeah, they've already got one spin-off coming out here. Uh,
0: yeah, Michael this
1: month. Yeah. Yeah, I think this month.
0: See, we really can't help ourselves, we really can't help ourselves, we are talking about comics.
1: Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a big part about of our lives, though, fuck it. <laughs> it is, it really is. <laughs> like, dude, Generation Gone, God, it's been so good. Yeah. That, that title has really surprised me. Great fucking book.
0: Yeah, I totally agree.
1: And then, like I got, like I started a new one called uh, Graveland from Scout, and it's really weird, dude. Because it's the writing is so good, but the art is fucking terrible, dude. Oh, uh,
0: that's a bummer when that
1: like, happens. You just cannot tell what is going on, it, because it's like I don't know if it's necessarily bad art. It's just the style. It's just I can't like I can't fucking tell. Like everything is so blended together. Like it's it's about these giants. Uh, Walking through cities, and then like the government creates these superhumans to take them down. But like in half the panels, you can't even tell where the fucking giant is because everything's so fucking blended. I'm like, dude, a giant in a city should fucking stand out, (laughs) you know? (laughs) This is wearing a
0: building costume.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's fucked up, man.
0: He's got a giant refrigerator box with a bunch of windows scribbled on it. Oh shit Oh fuck dude Hey It is getting pretty late What do you say we Start to wrap this fucker up
1: Oh fuck you I was going for the record man <laughs> I was ready for three more hours of this shit
0: Jesus Christ yeah, So I can get two hours of fucking sleep Before I go to work
1: <laughs> Oh fuck you You fucking give Brian five hours
0: That was You can't
1: give your own fucking co-host five hours That
0: was a, that was special I didn't have to work that next day <laughs>
1: Oh, fuck you.
0: (laughs) Oh, come on. You say it like this is the last time you're going to be on a Starcast episode.
1: (laughs) This is part one. I want part two.
0: (laughs) You got it, dude.
1: (laughs) I want part two of another three-hour episode. That way I can claim the the mantle. (laughs) Because technically it'll be the same episode.
0: It is funny to me that everybody wants to have the longest startcast episode.
1: It is pretty it's funny. Like
0: it's like, okay, you really want to sit down and talk to me at this point? You got to go over five hours and what, thirteen minutes?
1: I don't think they really. <laughs> was about to sound mean. it was like, I don't think they really care about talking to you for that long. They just want the record.
0: <laughs> oh, he took away all the happiest thoughts of it.
1: Yeah, I'm just giving you payback for earlier in the episode.
0: <laughs> Which
1: Fucking time? Fucking shot my hopes down. <laughs> I don't even remember now. I just remember I felt crushed.
0: When I tried to get away with not doing an intro and you made me do one?
1: <laughs> yeah, but you didn't even do one. You're like, I was waiting for like, yes, yeah, Jordan from the Supercast. I didn't even... In the it. comic cast. <laughs>
0: Fucking sucky showrunner. What can I say? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I, to did, be like, I didn't. Yeah, guys. To your um, podcasts.
0: I what the fuck?
1: I do two shows. Um, I guess I'll just plug them myself. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what happens when you reach a certain level of familiarity with me.
1: <laughs> no, it is because, like, I'm pretty sure you've been on the Supercast before. Where I didn't mention your do Startcast. Yeah, and that's okay. I'm sure there is, <laughs> but that's what happens. Like, because like you're friends, and so like you get on, and you just don't think about like. You, you, you know him so well, and you're such good friends with him, you just assume that everybody else knows, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> you know that's, what why I mean?
0: that's what led into the, I'm not going to do any fucking intro. I'm talking to Jordan, it's going to be all good.
1: <laughs> like, well, I feel special. I, like, I didn't even get an intro. Like,
0: so, what's up? He's just like, you are you going to start the you're fucking just, show? Or?
1: You're just thinking back to the time when Joe Vitale, my co-host on the Supercast, was like, yeah, but, you know, I love StarCast. He fucking, you know, he talks to such a broad range of people. Like, he's got a guy like James. who's like an astrophysicist or whatever. And then and then he talks to people like Jordan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was and pretty I'm, funny.
1: And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Put me in the bottom of the fucking spectrum.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, yeah, I, no, I hear you, man. I hear you.
0: Yeah, Vitaly's always roasting me on there, too.
2: I thought it's it was pretty good that he
0: used dude. me as a fucking example For why more people need to enter the drawing For episode 50
2: <laughs> Come it's on like, you really like, want Joe to to win Joe this, start to win this?
0: <laughs> And I'm listening And, and I'm like
2: yes
1: He's, You know why he's doing the live video Because he's worried that you're going to win And everybody's going to think that we fucking tailored it towards you
0: Someone's gonna, You're going to get a bunch of fucking voice messages That say shenanigans
1: <laughs> but See we figured out that uh, Facebook live has this new deal now where we think this is what it is, that uh, someone else can join the video, so you can do two videos live at the same time. Oh, wow. And so me and him can do a live video at the same time, oh, on the same cool. screen, I think. I don't know for sure, but I think that's what it is. But yeah, man, so fuck, uh, you'll be, okay, so you're, are you coming in late on yes. episode 50? yep damn but, that's a bummer
0: i'm sorry dude I, I got some shit i gotta take care of after right after work and it will i got that fucking trail day for for oh, picture fuck Box. The
1: climbers they can wait
0: <laughs> it, it wouldn't be such a big deal but it's like i'm in charge of it
1: yeah well tell them you got something going on you got engagement you got the fucking supercast <laughs> 50th episode <laughs> well it's not that's the kind be- of shit you postpone weddings for
0: <laughs> well it's not gonna be as bad as i originally thought it, they I don't have to drive as far as I thought I was going to, so that's good.
1: But. No, that's right. There's so many people on this fucking episode that I I probably need some people to come in late, so it's not a huge clusterfuck from the get-go.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: Because <laughs> I, you know, I thought about it, and Brian said it would probably be a good idea to split them up. Joe said just fucking do it. What happens, happens. And uh, yeah, I'm just, we're just going to go with it, man. We'll see what happens. I don't really care.
0: That sounds fun. I'm excited to be on and help uh you know be with you guys and be a part of that. I think it's a
1: big deal. Yeah, I hope it'll be I hope it'll be fun.
0: Oh, without a doubt.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Yeah.
0: The worst thing could happen is you get some people talking over each other and you know fucking bang the mic. Oh
1: i get, <laughs> like, yeah, it, I'll just hang up on him on Skype. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is that. Yeah, I've done it before to Rebecca <laughs> a few times. <laughs> Oh, I love Rebecca, <laughs> but all right, Joe. Well, on this episode, dude, you, uh, you, you've got a fucking turning point here. You've got my dark, dark history in your podcast, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude. That's that's some shit to go through, man.
1: You've got to uh, when everybody fucking starts hating me. I'll know why. <laughs> I'll know right when it happens. <laughs>
0: If anybody hates you because of what came out of this episode, they're a fucking asshole.
1: No, yeah, that's for damn sure. Yeah, if anybody <laughs> wants to hate me or not like me because of that, then good. I don't fucking want them
2: to like me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> but you know, and that and that's I know you got to get going, but like yeah. that's the other sense of like community. Like I know, I know a lot of people that listen to this show. You know, not only do they listen to you know my show, me and you know Joe and David's show, the Supercast, but you know they're also part. And that's the thing about The Leftover Army, it's like, you know, and, and yes, here recently, like, I've tried to, and it's nothing against Leftover Army, I just, I've tried to expand past that, because I don't, I don't want to be just a Leftover Army podcast, like, does that make sense? Yeah,
0: yeah, I know what you mean.
1: So, like, but but at the same time, it's like, dude, I, it has nothing to do against them or or, or Brian for Pop Culture Leftovers, because I've said it on the Supercast before. Me and you and other people that have started podcasts. Everybody stealing my supercast name. Um, <laughs> everybody doing this cast now. Ever since we did the supercast, uh, they all owe me owe me royalty fees. By the way, <laughs> um, but it's like you know, it, it's I left over on me. And first off, what I want to say is like it's we. I've said it before on the supercast. We we are so lucky being a part of that group and starting a podcast because we've already got a built-in audience. We didn't necessarily start from zero listeners. And a lot of podcasts do. Do they start at fucking zero? Their first few episodes, no one's listening, just like Brian said on your last episode of Starcast. But we had the advantage of people in our community that started off listening to it, and we all have that because of Brian and Pop Culture Leftovers, and so we owe so much to them. And, you know, Brian himself, and not just Brian, you know, Jake and Frank too, they're part of that show too, but, you know, Brian in particular, because he's helped, he's helped me so much, and other people, like, Brian will ask uh, help anybody ask for help.
0: Yeah, Brian's great.
1: And so it's like, I know that most of Leftover Army listens to this podcast, and my podcast, so it's like, I feel like I'm not just telling strangers my story. I feel like I'm telling friends my story. And that really helps, you know?
0: yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad that you felt comfortable enough on here to share, you know, something like that.
1: Well that's part of who I am. You may not think so, because I'm like a kid who buys fucking toys all the time, but that's all I've done I've just replaced the dope with fuck fucking toys. <laughs> <laughs> Comics and collectibles, so I'm dead serious. I joke about it, but it's true.
0: Whatever works for you, man.
1: It really is true. But I know you gotta get going. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I wish I didn't have to get up so early tomorrow.
1: Uh, yeah, fuck. that's life, right? <laughs> fucking life that we don't understand.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh so um, let's see. I need to get a bumper made. I don't fucking so.
1: Just grab some in. Mu- just grab something like some end music, and then throw it at the end.
0: Yeah, well, I got my outro music that James made for me that I always play. Oh,
2: well, fuck it. That's good.
0: Well, no, I mean, I was going to say I need a bumper so I can I'm kind of like, okay. Uh, See, so I have a Facebook page that I don't really put Whoa. much on the Facebook page. So if you want to look at that, you know, go for it. StartCast. Uh, if you want to email me, uh, what the fuck is that one? StartCastPod at gmail.com. Uh, you can tweet at me at the Tubby Ninja. Um. Be sure and check out me and Jordan. <laughs> uh, be, it's true, too. Um, uh, if, if you want to check out me and Jordan's other show where we talk about comic books, uh, that is the Comic Cast. Uh, be sure and check out Jordan's other show, the Supercast. Uh, they're coming up on episode 50. And if you were an astute listener, you got on it and you got into part of their giveaway drawing coming up. This part of episode 50, if you didn't, tough shit, better odds for me. Yep. it's <laughs> damn right. But uh, definitely check out the Supercast if you've never listened to that. It is, it is the, one of the best places you can go for a, a, a very informative and highly entertaining podcast with great guys.
1: Well, thank you, Joe.
0: You're very welcome. And um, glad you wanted to be on again, Jordan. It was fucking awesome to talk with you.
1: Oh yeah, about, for sure. You
0: know, I mean, yes, we did talk about comics, but it, it was good to get into a bunch of other. It was inevitable. Too. Yeah, <laughs> now could we not?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> right on. So, uh, anything else you want to say?
1: No, dude. Um, no, other than uh, I know. I'm just gonna say I know. Like I've heard, you know, a lot of people referencing your podcast lately, and I know that Brian episode did a lot for it. And I'm really happy for it, dude, because you know your your podcast is unique and different. And the cool thing about yours that separates yours from like celebrities' podcast is, you know, they're celebrities they they're out of touch with life. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, you're a normal, everyday person that you know just does some free flow conversation. And I, I fucking love the Stark Cast, dude, and, and I love you, Joe. You know, you know, you're a real good friend of mine, and you know, we talk every day. It's like the only difference between today. And yesterday or tomorrow is today was recorded. Yeah, pretty <laughs> That's much. That's really it. <laughs> so, no, I just want to say thank you. And, uh, no, I'm really, I, I really do congratulate you on 20 episodes. That's awesome, man. Oh, thank you. That so is nice. awesome. But, hey, thanks for letting me come on here and talk about my fucking bullshit, <laughs> my past and everything. I appreciate it.
0: Anytime, dude. <laughs> ah, let's see. How do I finish these?
1: Just say bye.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, this has been Starkcast. Later. All right. So here we go, man. This is episode 20. And you know, when I was waiting for this one to start, I said, I'm not going to do my fucking intros anymore. (laughs) You know why? (laughs) I fucked up the last one.
1: (laughs) I remember remember it was funny as hell.
0: (laughs) Like, you know what? Fuck it. I've done 20 of these. Go back. if You want to hear me say hello? No, you got it. You got to do the intro. Here, I'll do it.
1: (laughs) Hello, you are listening to Startcast.
0: (laughs) Okay, see you did it that time. (laughs) Uh, Dude's been a long time since I had you on on one of these.
1: Yeah, you gonna announce me? You gonna tell them who I am? This is fucking with you.
0: Did they read the title of the episode?
1: (laughs) I'm pulling a Joe Vitale.
0: (laughs) Did I totally throw you off with this?
1: No, not really.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Would you feel better if I gave you a real intro?
2: Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine.